Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast, or should I say, a top of the morning to ya! Lucas, ow, uh, d- ow. <laughs> well, was, that too, was that too loud? That was a scream, a well, high-pitched scream. Well, I'm excited, Emma, it's St. Patty's Day! and That's we're reviewing... the road rise up to meet ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, oh, someone's, in, some, someone's in the spirit. And listen, I tried to practice this accent, and I, I don't think I can do it. Um, I just but, watched the Leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama video enough yesterday, and I think it really worked for me. <laughs> um, anyway, so we are here today to review the Disney Channel classic, The Luck of the Irish. Um, and we are joined, and oh, I, did, I was so in, into my uh, accent, my great, great accent, I didn't even do the other thing. Um, uh, your D commentators this month are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And joining us this month is a very special, brand new guest. Austin. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us here. Yes, it is. It's me, Austin. That's his name. He's Don't here. wear it out. <laughs> Uh, so um, thank you so much for being here today, Austin. Are you are you excited? You ready to go? I'm totally stoked. Long time fan of the pod. Um, you know, <laughs> first long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. Really glad that I was able to get called up through the ranks to make it here today, and uh, <laughs> really looking forward to it. You know, it's always had a lifelong uh, passion for decoms, and really never had an outlet to to really speak. To. Speaking of which, Austin, what would you say is your favorite uh, Disney Channel original movie? You know, would it be this that, one? that's definitely a tough one. This is top three for me and i'd say it's probably in no particular order this brink in high school musical that's 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 a stacked lineup solid solid top yeah. three i mean don't uh, call me a front runner but <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's good to, that's good to hear uh well i'm glad you're excited because we're just we're just gonna hop right in because the only decom news we have is that they released a descendants 3 trailer not much even to talk about in it look it up if you're interested but it's St. Patrick's Day. The Irish blood is flowing and we it's boiling. We are actually reporting on St. Patrick's Day. Wow. We are, reco- I didn't we are recording. That. Yeah, we are recording on St. Patrick's Day. My Irish blood is a boiling, getting ready to talk also, about this movie. Quick disclaimer, everyone. Before we, uh, before I even touch any of this with a 10 foot pole, I want everyone to know me and Lucas are genuinely very, very Irish. If there is any culture, that we can make fun of, it's this one. <laughs> this is our culture. I can say whatever I want about the way that Irish people are portrayed. We are Chicago Irish Catholic, and I just want to put that out there before I make fun of everything about this movie. That's also why my Irish accent's so good. Why um, is that so good? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's in me green blood, Emma. My heart of the Emerald Isle just beats in me chest. Well, we'll get to this too, but I'm actually from the shores of Erie, so... It, I think oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I, lo- I, lo- I loved that. I, we have um, both okay. represented. That's amazing. That's both true. Cleveland and Ireland. So we're yes, it's, it's the perfect <laughs> cultural, uh, cultural community to talk about this film. Okay, so let's start talking about. Oh, we usually talk about impressions up top. Uh, this movie's freaking insane. It's also basically teen. <laughs> it's also basically Teen Wolf, by the way. Just keep it throwing that out there. I think we've talked about that before. That Disney Channel loves to rip off the Teen Wolf formula of kid turns into mythical creature and then uses it to be good at sports. And that's and this is one of those of the pantheon. Except. This yeah. makes him I bad mean, at sports. That's fair, actually. It revolves around this movie revolves around two things. Everyone's talking about the luck of the Irish, blah blah blah. But it revolves around sports and mm-hmm. America. 
Yes. This movie yes. was for this sure, is- like, somehow funded by the United States government. I this is propaganda. I wrote that down as well. This, this is American is dream propaganda. propaganda. <laughs> This yeah, it, it, there's, there's a there's a lot of American uh, American dream stuff which I did not expect. And also, the Cleveland Tourism Board definitely had a hand in this. The, the Cleveland Tourism Board did a terrible job. If so, because despite <laughs> all the mentions, you walk around and you look, and the place looks nothing like Cleveland. There are like mountains in the background. <laughs> well, they, no, this doesn't take place in Cleveland. This takes place in uh, where did they move to? I forget. Wait, I don't know. They don't tell us where the hell I, are. I we? thought. I thought. I feel. I thought they do. I thought they mention. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I have no, no idea. Might be right. Yeah, but I it's not clear where they're supposed to be. No, yeah, they, we only see Cleveland at the end. Uh, Which but is where it's a punishment in a hellscape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's start talking about the movie. So we open up on this very weirdly intense uh, Eyeballs. Opening. It looks like um, an episode of Sense8. It's like the Matrix. Oh, Those kids' also, eyeballs. Also, sorry, true, but I almost forgot. We see the title of the movie first on a field of black, and then it's literally just green word art, the luck of the Irish. Yeah. Like, it took someone five seconds to make this title. No, I yeah. actually drew it and put it up there myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That was actually in PowerPoint. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's this dramatic opening. It's like everyone in this theater looking at this guy on stage who's a Native American performer, and he's got a bunch of flags behind him. And and we hear a very intense Also, everyone in the... Everyone in the audience is in super offensive costumes. I, I, I it's, cultural appropriation. I have a field day with this. This is a yeah. very 2001 film. There is what? the most culturally offensive um, Mexican outfit. Yeah, he, like no, a no, sombrero yeah. with a yeah. ma- mustache. Big fake mustache. It's terrible. The other ones, I was just like, okay, these people are dressed weird. And then I saw him. I was like, oh, they, they dressed that guy up like that. That's not good. <laughs> we're we're not starting off the movie strong. But so he, uh, the voiceover was just like, oh, you know, if there's one thing, we're all different, but they're all the same because we all have a heritage. Well, except like me, I think he says. And then it cuts to the stage again, and a girl gets up and is like, all right, next we have Kyle. Coming up to talk about heritage. He, and then he gets up and he's like, you know, like an inch tall, like he's just on a shoe and everyone's like, where's Kyle? Where's Kyle? And then. It's a nightmare, just, guys. It's, it's a dream it's, sequence. It's a, it's a dream sequence. I thought I remembered this movie very well. I apparently remembered half of it and I remembered none of this, like, heritage day nonsense which yeah. is the drinking game for this movie if you drink every time they say the word heritage you will be dead oh yes for through. sure for sure although i would like to say i that's a good point i didn't address it either uh, i definitely watched this movie when i was younger but i did not like i, I had i didn't see it like a million times because i'm sure you know i'm sure they air it every saint patrick's day so i and i remember watching it at least once or twice but it was not like a uh, return to favorite for me. But I so, saw, but so I didn't remember exactly where this movie was gonna go. And the, the beginning of this movie sets up the heritage today to be the most important thing. And then the movie just goes in so many places that you almost forget that Heritage Day is happening at the end. It's wild. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so, so he wakes up from a nightmare. He wakes up from the dream. The world's worst hairstyle I've ever seen in my life. I, yeah, I wasn't That's what sure. I, wrote, I wrote spiky hair. Remember when that was cool? Yeah, like, I could not just spiky hair. Like his hair is gelled directly towards the gods and like separated into <laughs> tiny little spikes. I, well, it I would is say so horrifying. I would say in defiance of the gods, Emma. Um, but also, <laughs> I did write that down. First of all, uh, the, first of all, the person who is wearing that hair is important because it's Mister Ryan Merriman. And He's the guy everyone, from Smart House, right? This guy from Smart House, we're yeah. on the slide. This is his last movie we we will be covering. Does we he are, die? No, it's just this is the last. That's the last decom he did. Unless he does one now, but I'm saying I, Ryan Merriman's very May iconic. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Ryan Merriman's a very iconic decom actor, and this is the last time we're going to talk about him. It's the last movie of his that we uh, we have yet to cover. So, hello for the last time, Mr. Merriman. Also, May yeah, I did rise up to meet him. May the road rise up to meet you. <laughs> um, also, what are you impressed by how good it is? Um, anyway, uh, so. 
also, I did write down, I wasn't sure if he was making this hair work, so I'm glad to hear with you agree that it, he, he probably isn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, he, like, wake, his parents wake him up and it's like, hey, you gotta go to your basketball game. And he's like, hey, okay, great. By the way, where are we, like, from? And then the parents just, like, freeze up. He's got two live parents, mom and dad. And, uh, he, they're just like, oh, you know, we're from America. We're from here. And he's like, yeah, but, like, where's our family from? And they just, like, dodge the question and it's very obvious that they're hiding something We're they love yeah. america we need <laughs> to do. drive that home they all they're eating cheeseburgers and waving flags also, and then really quickly the like this goes on farther but like why can't these parents just lie effectively like yeah. they just lie just say you're from you're british i don't know like they are so bad at lying and then at this point he also is like they're like we're american we don't have a heritage we're from cleveland or whatever and the, then the mom goes to him and she's like go look at your basketball game like don't forget your, your lucky coin wear lucky it on coin. your neck and it's like a fucking <laughs> ancient aztec coin i'm like so we have no heritage but please put on this <laughs> family heirloom that looks to be about thousands of years old and like it's from an ancient society yeah I love, i'm just gonna bring this up right now ryan merriman does not ask a lot of questions in this movie that any normal person should ask he just kind of goes where the wind may take him i say you got to think it's 2001 too so it's like no ancestry.com no 23 and me can't spit and send it into the cloud which by the way i'm fully against in case this comes up later i 23 and me i gotta get my stickers out there in case austin dies he need, in case austin yeah. dies he needs everyone to know that he's against his dna being collected i'm against my dna it's it's, it's i reserve the right to it he's, tu- he's um, turned this podcast up a podcast episode into his living will so good to know this is why he did this <laughs> But the, you know, the parents have no reason to just be like, yeah, no, we're from Europe. You know? <laughs> just or anything. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you know, like, we were with the pilgrims. Just be like, we're that. I mean, yeah. like, just lie. Just or fucking just, lie. My parents lied to me all the time about everything. And I'm just now discovering some of those lies at 26. <laughs> like... And they're they're very incompetent, I and mean, they should not be because they have a lot to hide. Um, and so yeah, he goes to the basketball game. He grabs his coin. They also spend a very long focus on that coin, so you know something's up. And he grabs a coin, goes to the game, and then he, he okay. So he continues to narrate the movie at this point. And I don't know if you noticed this, but it's really out of place. The narration it also stops halfway through, and then that's what I'm saying. Up at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, the it's totally it's totally irrelevant. Like if you did it, if you shot, if you took out the voiceover and just cut it, the some of the shots a little bit more, so like it didn't have that like trailing on thing it would be fine no one would even notice it's it's also so cheesy it reminds me kind of of like that meme format where it's like record scratch yep yeah it's me bet you're wondering how i got into this situation aren't you like it's such a cheesy stupid voiceover right like huh yeah you think i think my parents are up to something man like it's like so dumb and Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um, and then also, uh, another thing I wanted to point out, cause we've kind of, we haven't pointed this out before, uh, but this movie is the first to be directed by Paul Hohen, uh, who is like the king of directing DCOMs pretty much. If you look at his IMDb page, he's directed like 15. Like he's- Jesus. Yeah, he's directed a ton of them, and this is his first one, so I wanted to make sure we actually mentioned him, cause we've done, we've reviewed his work before and never mentioned the guy, but he is DCOM royalty. Anyway, so in this voice, his voice, in his voiceover, we hear him say that like, alright, tonight, it's the quarterfinals, my team, my school has never made it this far in basketball 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 basically <laughs> like everyone's just so excited because you know do we ever get to the finals there's like yeah the, three the, the, games, yeah. right so yeah, the very the, last the, one is the final yes yeah, yeah. Okay. no the last one's the final they show up on that day which is like the day before whatever the um the semifinal but the one where he made that ridiculous shot was the quarterfinal <laughs> yes he, that's the, the one way. where he volleyball serves the ball into the yeah. net <laughs> 
he swatted it halfway across court. This was the OG, <laughs> like, haters will say it's fake shot. I absolutely, oh, haters will, or literally everyone. Or physicists, maybe, because it's literally impossible. He's halfway a, across the court, and the ball is so low to the ground. It's yeah, like it's a, way too it's low to the ground. It's a volleyball save. It's a volleyball save, and it goes into the... The, ball, the ball's going out of bounds. Most people in, like, normal basketball situations will try to, like, talk it to a teammate. He decides that, you know what? You should really throw this directly at the hoop across yep. the court. There's a, there's a <laughs> surefire possibility of that happening. Yeah, that's exactly... And, 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 of course, it works because he's so lucky, which it's not a matter of luck. It's a matter of physics, and that could never happen. So then it cuts they to... Yeah, they win. they win. They win because of that shot. He's also, like, the star of the basketball team. And, and then some horny cheerleader just jumped... I thought it was his girlfriend in that shot. Oh, yeah, she she's... the basketball yeah. <laughs> This horny blonde cheerleader, and I can say that because I am one, He she just jumps from the crowd and, like, kisses him on the side of the face, and I was like, oh, that's his girlfriend. It's not. That's just a random lady. That's how hot he is in this junior high. Yeah, I would say, like, 40% of that is, is the shot, but, like, 60% of that is his hair. I would say I the mean, other, if we had to do another, like, 20%, would be the, um, Hollister, like, puka shell necklace he's wearing at all times, both on the court and off. On, on top really of the necklace, on top of the necklace that the coin is on. He's, he's double necklace. Oh, he's wearing two necklaces at all times. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he wins the game. Everyone goes crazy, woo. Um, and then he goes to school it the next day where he's the next also, day. like, the yeah, hottest because, yeah, everybody, piece of shit ever. Everybody's just coming up to him being like, thanks so much, Kyle. That's his character's name. Kyle rules. You're the best. And like, you know, women are just coming up to him and he's going up to women being like, hey girls, how's it going? And whatever. And then this we, meet, where we his, meet like his best friend. Yeah, Russell. we meet his best friend, Russell, who is horribly underdeveloped in this film. Not underdeveloped, underused. He's like he's barely. He's the best this character in this movie. He's, he's a the great only character. one with a well, sense of reality. <laughs> that's true. But I wouldn't say he's the best character because we're going to meet the best character in my opinion later. We, all, we do meet in this scene also the worst character who is bonnie i hated bonnie <laughs> so can much. bonnie shut the fuck up about heritage day literally calm down i was gonna say i like the hot comeback that that kyle had when bonnie comes over and says, so what do you do for heritage day and he's like heritage day is history history is so tempting <laughs> yeah it sports is, is what's yeah, happening it's now. literally it's literally <laughs> it's the weirdest conversation thing. i wrote it down verbatim because it sounds like it was written by a like predictive text like yeah. it doesn't it's not english like it's something your iphone would come up with the literal no, it sounds- it's your history kyle he goes history is so 10 minutes ago sports yeah. That's what's happening Sports. now. That's where I'm coming from. What? Yeah, Did it doesn't make any sense. you have a stroke? <laughs> I don't think it sounds like predictive text. I, sound, I think it sounds like that thing where if you fed a robot all the decoms, that's the kind of, like, script it would make. Where it's <laughs> just you like, gave a Sports. robot 20 Yeah. It's just like, sports are important. And, like, that's the only thing I care about. Because I'm going to go through a change by the end of this movie. <laughs> Sports it's ridiculous. America change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sports are America and present and happening now. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm cool. None of that makes sense. Um, but yeah, but the, the point is that Bonnie comes up to him in the first place because she's in charge of Heritage Day and she needs to know what he's oh, going is to she? do. She doesn't talk about it enough. No, nah, I know. Jesus. But she needs, she's trying to find out what he's going to do for Heritage Day. And he makes it very clear he doesn't want to do anything. But apparently every student at the school is forced onto the stage to make some kind of presentation. <laughs> About their heritage. To make some sort of culturally insensitive 
presentation <laughs> like, about a heritage they don't care about. Yeah, and he doesn't even say, and he, she's like, well, everyone has a heritage, and he's like, heritage is stupid, sports are where it's at, which is a crazy <laughs> thing to say, like like Austin said. Um, and, but I was just like, why not just say, oh, my family doesn't know much about our heritage, and then that's the end of the conversation. But he's just, it goes in such also, a weird way. like, you psychotic woman, like, just let him live, like, what if he was adopted or something? Like, it's not your business to know everyone's heritage and to force them to do some sort of cultural dance at school. Like, if they don't want to do it, let him live. Bonnie's also a very confusing character in a lot of ways. Number one, first of all, she's not, her actress is not doing a great job, especially in this first scene. You can tell she's just reading lines. Second of all, is that, like, she gives such mixed signals about how she feels about Kyle. Because, like, in this introductory scene, we see them walk by and she, like, brushes her hair behind her head and then, like, smiles and gathers her books to go and talk to her. So I was like, okay, so she likes him. But then she's like, in every interaction, she's mean to him, pretty much. And I was just like, what is your game? Relatable. I think she she loves him, but then when she's confronted with his actual personality, she hates him. Um, which yeah, is that's, yeah, that's fair. Because Kyle is kind of garbage. Uh, then it cuts to him. He's like, hey, I got a test. I got to go. And so he's, we cut to him in the classroom and he spends the entire cl- test looking at like this map on the chalkboard that's like shows, you know, like immigration routes or where people have come from and stuff. And then the bell rings and then the teacher's like, all right, hand me your test. And then Kyle's like, oh, crap, I didn't do any of the tests. And then he sort of just marks a bunch of answers. And the teacher's like, hey, Kyle, why would you do that? You know, you're going to get more than wrong than right. And then he takes it and he's like, oh, these answers are all correct. And then Kyle's just like, shrug and then walks out, which this is going to be, I, I was going to, we can talk about this here because this is a major problem I have with this movie is they try to set up that Kyle is just coasting through life, basically. Like he's just relying on like being lucky and to be great at everything, but they don't do that enough. Like the implication in the scene is that he was so distracted by thinking about his own heritage or whatever that he didn't think to mark out the test, which is stupid, but whatever. But also like, but like it would have made more sense that he's just like coasting if he had just been like, I don't know, doodling or something the whole time and then just been like, oh, the test is over. Dun, 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 there you go. Or like said he didn't study for it or something like this. The scene does not properly convey that he's just like, yeah, whatever. Everything works out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I kind of think they should have started. I just think they could have made him a little bit more of, like, a dick. Like, a lot of Bonnie's yelling at him doesn't seem to be justified. Like, he should have been, like, coasting more at basketball practice and, like, things like that. Because I don't get the feeling that he has a lesson to learn. Uh, So then it cuts to dinner, and the parents are, the mom's making some kind of weird healthy salad or something like that. And he asks them again about their heritage. And then they're just like, we're not going to tell you about the heritage. Why are you so interested in your wait, heritage? Wait, wait, stop. This, so this movie features like someone who turns into a leprechaun. And I would like to say that this scene right here was the most horrifying scene in the movie to me. <laughs> I, this the camera scene. Angles. <laughs> yeah. Austin, what was happening? Thank you. What lens were they using? It was shot like a Stephen King adaptation. Like the way that they're shooting them. Like, I don't know. Can anyone else describe well, why a, this was so horrifying? I, I th- here's my, here's my, I did have a note on this, but my notion of it was, is that if you watch the scene, only, um, the parents are shot like this. Kyle is just shot dead on and it's normal. Nothing's wrong. But the parents are shot at like a weird angle with a weird lens. And I want to give some credit to Mr. Paul Hohen. I think he shot them like that to let the audience know there's something off about these parents as if that was not apparent yeah. enough already but yeah, i think but he was the using the language of film the thing that's off is that they're gonna <laughs> kill their son that's what the vibe i'm getting and also they're eating this disgusting like noodle salad that they're like slurping on. yeah they put some weird sound effects over her su- serving that salad it's pretty gross oh it's disgusting but yeah so he's asking them about the heritage and they're like why are you so interested all of a sudden and i was like
like, guys, he's mentioned Heritage Day, like, 15 times at this point. That's obviously where this is coming from. How are you this bad at this? So we, so he cuts to school the next day, and this, this hit me right where I live, which is he's, he's trying to do research on the computer about his family. No, 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 wait, dial it back. There is a voiceover that... Actually, this was one of the few times in the movie that I burst out laughing. There's a voiceover as he's walking into school, and the quote is, I just kept having this feeling that my parents were hiding something from me. <laughs> I was like, uh, no shit, Sherlock. What? It, like, they just acted like they had a dead body in their basement last night. Uh, a feeling? I would think, yes, they're definitely hiding something from you. Like I said, he just does not ask a lot of questions in this movie. Uh, but, but he goes to the school the next day. He's trying to do research. And there's just a row. He's in, like, the school library. There's just a row of multicolored Mac computers. Uh, and, and, oh, they're, yeah, they're, like, all... Different colors, they're all so big. I was just like, oh man, wait a, it just hit me where I live. I can't describe it. Um, what was he using? He was using fake search engine, like, on every TV show. Uh, I thought the, it was but, like Alta Vista. I was like, what exactly is he typing into right now? I couldn't, well, it wasn't Google. I, I wasn't concerned about that. What I was concerned about was what he was typing in, which is just his last name. Johnson. That he thought that that was going to crack the code. He was going to get full Ellis Island records and everything by just literally typing the word Johnson into Google, which he's lucky he did not get some dirtier results. And so... <laughs> oh my uh, god. <laughs> yeah. I didn't uh, even think about that. There's another one of those Did they later. not teach computers in this? Like, did they just not know how to do a basic Google search, even if this isn't Google? Like, uh, no, he's, he's just kind of an idiot. Box of rocks. <laughs> Uh, but so while he's doing this, uh, Bonnie sees him, and again, she, like, fluffs her hair a little bit, and then goes up to talk to him, and she smiles. Again, very mixed messages from this girl. Comes up to her, she's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing, uh, whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, also we didn't mention it, but she's, after he gives that whole insane monologue about sports, she was like, uh, jocks are so gross. And that's why I was confused. Like, wait, so do you like him or not? Um, but so she's like, he can't find anything, obviously, because again, he just typed the word Johnson into Google. And she's like, here, let me help, <laughs> let me help. And... <laughs> That is, I just got now, like, the the, in, the implications of that has that he just typed Johnson, nothing else, into Google is yeah. so funny to me. I can't get over it. Yeah, it's it. great. And so then she's like, here, let me help you. And then, uh... Um, she calls him heritage impaired, which yeah, is but, the most... Oh unnatural turn of phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. True, but that's not the bonkers thing. Two bonkers things happen in this scene. The first one <laughs> is that she, he says, I was trying to figure out about my heritage, and so I was trying to find out about my dad, and then she just says, well, what about your mom's heritage? And he said, huh, I didn't think to ask about that. And I <laughs> was like, what? Incredibly sexist. <laughs> I don't think it's sexist. I think it's just stupid. I think Kyle is a huge idiot, and he was just like, well, I, I have 50% of genes from my dad, and 50% of genes from my mom. So the mom's genes probably don't matter at all. Let's focus exclusively on the dad. It's crazy. That's crazy thing one. Crazy thing two is she says, okay, let's start there. What's your mom's maiden name? And then he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, the best comeback on that was that she said, how are you ever gonna get a credit card? Yes. <laughs> so, Which honestly, that's where her mind fair. goes. Yeah, fair. I mean, she's not wrong, but she is like 12. Like, I was like, what? Honestly, that I'm as a 26-year-old, I am concerned. How are you filing your tax? Taxes, sir. That is something maybe a third grader wouldn't know. He's in the seventh grade in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he, again, does not ask a lot of questions and is very, very dumb. That's all. That's the majority of the things you need to know about Kyle also, Johnson. I don't know when we're going to get to this, but I'm just going to say it right now. Not to be stereotypical. Um, your mom's a flaming 
fucking curly haired ginger. Even well, though she her hair pulled to... back in the beginning. Yes. Even though it's say. pulled back. Come on. Come on. Emma, Where do we think she's hailing from? Emma, we just have to assume that Kyle is a moron and any logical <laughs> deductions that a real person would make, yeah, just go right over his head. So he, then we cut to him at home and he's like breaking into his dad's desk and going through his like yearbooks and his files. He's digging through his parents' desk and they are playing ominous music over this like his mom is going to come in and kill him and then she does like appear in the doorway and i like jumped i was like scared for his life yeah it's a weirdly it's again weirdly shot and uh so he goes he finds his dad's old high school yearbook and is going through it then he's like that's weird there's no robert johnson in it and then he finds like his dad's birth certificate and it says robert smith which the dad has the most boring names on the face of the planet (laughs) i don't know why this made me laugh but the fact that the guy's name is bob johnson is just so funny to me so he finds this, the mom comes in, and he's like, oh, nothing, I'm not looking at anything, I'm gonna go shoot hoops, and he leaves, and the mom sees what he's spying on. And so he's shooting hoops with Russell, and they're, like, talking about how weird it is, and he also points out, it's like, why would my dad change his name? I mean, if you're gonna change your name, at least make it more interesting than Bob Smith. <laughs> I mean, Bob Johnson, which, fair. Um, So, yeah, he's shooting hoops, and he runs up and, like, almost, like, kind of dunks it, he ch- touches the rim, and Russell's like, whoa, you touched the rim, dude, that's crazy, you're so lucky and so good at basketball. How, okay stop two men on the podcast with me how tall do we think Brian Merriman is I think he's probably like I don't know how old he is in real life but I I got the vibe you know he's obviously probably older than he's they're shooting this movie so I guess he's maybe like 15 16 when they're shooting this movie no like how tall so what junior high I never did the junior high thing so I don't it's still kind of a mystery to me I (laughs) think middle school like a normal person Um, okay that's not a thing (laughs) but continue (laughs) So I guess he's like in eighth grade or ninth grade. And I mean, I was over six feet tall in eighth and ninth grade. Okay, but you're really tall. He doesn't look to me like him and his friend both look to be about five, four. And when he's like, I'm shrinking, I'm like, are you? You've looked short this entire movie. And he's like allegedly like grabbing rim in this scene. Emma, this movie has literal leprechaun magic in it. We don't have time to get hung I, up this is on the unbelievability on the unbelievability of him touching the rim. And, and so he, they start walking, they stop shooting hoops, and they start walking and like, he finds some money on the ground and is like, ah, oh, sweet, that cheddar. And then he's like, man, you are always <laughs> finding money, Kyle. And he's like, yeah, I know, I'm great. And then he's like, but like, so, uh, and he's like, well, you know, maybe it's my lucky coin or something. Like, it's my, it's just this heirloom no, my mom makes. I don't remember what some, he says. Somebody calls it a lucky charm. And I was like, we couldn't resist saying lucky charm. It wasn't, we didn't even hit the 15 minute mark yet. Oh, well, they had to work it in. Somebody already yeah. called it a lucky charm. They had to work, well, because they're after me lucky charms. They got to work it in somewhere. That's like the go to Irish accent. I was wondering if that was copyrighted, but apparently it's not. You can say lucky charm. I uh, know it's not copyrighted. Um, but <laughs> in terms I, of leprechaun magic, I would assume uh, that it is. I don't, I don't, yeah, you would I don't think. To be yeah, fair, wouldn't though. you? To you can't have leprechauns though. running around saying, "Like, gotta get back my lucky charms." Like that's well, not, well I, maybe that maybe that's the break. Is that if you if you say lucky charms, then they come after you. But if you have one singular lucky charm, <laughs> then they can't touch you. Um, but so he's looking at his coin, and then he sees this poster for Seamus McTiernan, Saint of the. Oh stuff. my God, Luke, <laughs> you are so loud. <laughs> and uh and then he notices on the poster that it has the same uh symbol that's on the coin and then they're like oh hey maybe that means it's irish we should go and he check goes, this no, out the actual no, lens he made wait say it austin say it. <laughs> he's like oh maybe we should go see this guy and russell goes yeah 
I think he's Irish. Oh, really? You think <laughs> Seamus McTiernan is Irish? <laughs> is Irish? <laughs> what in the world would make you think that? The poster is green. There's like 50 shamrocks on it. And he's like, sounds like this guy might be Irish. I was like, well, use your eyes, both of you idiots. <laughs> yeah, Russell says like he's probably like seen him on TV or something. Because um, he's, you know, the saint of the step. And, and so here was... And so I was really confused here. Because, okay, so he's confirmed that the coin is probably Irish. So my thought was, all right... Um, he's gonna go ask the, uh, this Seamus McTiernan guy about it, and then, like, ask, get information from him, and then go ask his parents. What actually happens is they go to this Irish, like, festival that Seamus is throwing, where it's just, like, you know, four-leaf clovers and crap everywhere. And they do not go there with the express purpose of talking to Seamus McTiernan. They or just go anyone. there and go, They just no. walk around. They just decide to go and there. And then go That's see just, him. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they go see him perform, but they don't come up to I thought it was going to be, like, a Fright Night-type situation where the kid goes to, like, this, like, mid-level celebrity who, like, who supposedly only does this as, like, an act. Like, he, like, you know, he plays up the Irish thing, but, like, he actually knows all about the Irish stuff. Or that's not what happens in Fright Night. Fright Night, he's not an actual vampire hunter. But I the point is... I don't even know what the fuck you're talking it's a, about. It's a, whole, it's a movie from the 80s. Uh, but the point is, so they go to this Irish festival, and they're, and they're, <laughs> this is a laugh moment for me, because I will say, I definitely think that the props and backgrounds people really had fun on this movie, because they find a book called uh, Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Being Irish But Were Too Afraid to Ask. And oh, just the I way, laughed at that. Ju- yeah, just the and way I they put it story <laughs> <laughs> just the way they print the book and it's just said it's very good dialing back they do this like ominous shot of like a man like in a leprechaun costume and they're playing like ominous music over him and i think that's supposed to clue us in that like he's not all above board but they were playing that same music over the parents 10 minutes earlier so i'm at this point I'm just terrified of every adult in this movie, and I don't know who's bad and who's good. I just know that everyone's scary, and I'm scared of everyone. No, I completely agree with that. But no, I love how, like, Kyle sees that everything you need to know about Irish book, and he's like, huh, maybe I should read this. As if you read, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) As if you can actually read letters. And you're like, yeah, Kyle, not a joke. Maybe you should. You are really in the dark about a lot of stuff. Maybe pick up a book. I don't know if it's that one, but just one. Um, but the, but to Emma's point about adults being creepy, um, all of a sudden, this old, old man shows up. Oh, uh, with a hundred years on his face. Also, fucking terrifying. Also, he's the preacher from Wedding Crashers. I don't know if anyone yes. recognized that. Austin, I knew you would. I was like, I knew if anyone would, it was the fact that Austin would recognize. Because I was like, well, who was this actor? And then I was like, oh my god, it's the priest from Wedding Crashers. I think he's done more than just that. I, I, I definitely recognize him for something else. I can't put my <laughs> Nothing finger on Nothing of such paramount importance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, this. let's talk about important roles that mattered to the culture of America. Um, also, this band is dead. May he rest in peace. Oh, I did Google that as well. That's sad. Uh, now I'm sad enough. Um, but so he he goes up to uh, Kyle and he's like, "What are the, what kind of shoes you got there?" And uh, he's like, "They're basketball shoes." And he's like, "Oh, now what you need is some real Irish leather on your feet." And he shows him a shoe. It's got like a snake on the bottom of it. It'll become important later, later folks. And uh, he's just flexing on his shoemaking abilities. Yeah. Like takes his cane and starts stabbing at Kyle's shoe and be like, "Oh, what is this shit? What the <laughs> fuck do you have here? And this crap." basketball shoe which by the way was like the ugliest shoe i've ever seen it's like oh, oh you buy horrible. it from the store it's for sports <laughs> and he's like no 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 let me show you what a man walks around with and whips out <laughs> these just fire leather shoes that he made himself like that is the biggest flex he's also, absolutely destroying this kid it's the original what are those he literally yeah. <laughs> it it with a kid. what are those <laughs> What's <are> those? <laughs> he's, he's st- 
stabs him with a cane. He goes, what the fuck are those, piece of shit? And then, like, takes his little foot and puts up his leather shoes on him. Like, it, he's destroying this kid. Destroying. I, I also wrote down that I, th- that I think this, uh, old guy is gonna be the only one to have a relatively accurate sounding Irish accent in the whole film and I think that's I not true no I, I, the I'm, mom is very good oh yeah the, the mom, mom is very the good mom's, the mom is fine I'll give you that um, but so, yeah, he, he, and also to the point about the shoes, this becomes semi-important later, but nowhere near as important as you think it would. The shoemaking the capabilities The shoe thing this... keeps coming back, and I'm like, what is the point of the shoe thing? Why yeah, it's do we not, keep touching on this? It has nothing to do with this man later on, except for how they find him. But so, uh, and then they're like, yeah, cool, man, whatever, great shoes. And then he, he takes some coins out of his pocket, and he looks like nobody in particular, I guess, because there's no one working this stall. And he's like, give the kids a bag of spuds. And he throws the coin in the air and they all land and like perfect and they're like whoa that was crazy and then he's gone like a whisper on the wind uh but, but so we see uh, like there's also they're selling fake uh coins like he has like little necklaces and so that's gonna become important in a second and then they go and we are to watch the man perform and we are introduced to seamus mcturnan played by timothy Amundsen, who is my favorite character from in psych. this film from psych <laughs> the, from the actor psych. from psych but he is my favorite character. In a in this wig here. Film. This has to be a wig. He has to be wearing a wig. Yes. Why does he have to be wearing yes. a wig? Because it's not his real hair. There's just no way. God, he's also in a pretty fire outfit of oh, yes. leather hot pants and a bright green silk pirate shirt, like from yes. Seinfeld. It is yes, that's quite exactly what I was gonna say. And so yeah, he's not. A, he's the best actor in this movie and my favorite character because he just comes out and he's just like, oh, the heart of the Emerald Isle runs deep in this crowd today. Like he's just got so much like swagger and charisma in this performance. Like he's he did not need to go this hard at it, but he goes so freaking hard and i love him for it it's, this is basically a shitty fairground version of michael flatley lord of the dance people in our hometown actually did this there was it's it's mainly women um that i grew up with that was like a dance studio down the street from us where you would go to learn not dance not like ballet like irish step dancing and and i didn't do it because obviously it's way too cool for that but it was a very real, popular <laughs> yeah, actual activity in the Chicagoland area. One of the things that this made me think of, though, was it, it brought me back to another one of my favorite films from my kind of childhood, <laughs> you know, early teens, tweens, which, of course, was Stomp the Yard. I was like, this is just a prequel to Stomp the Yard. It really laid the groundwork there for what was, you know, fantastic. What was to come? Had yeah. this had this movie, had the final showdown been feuding Riverdance step teams, which it kind of is, which they kind of do they get back over, to. Though. They gloss over. Had it just been an amazing stomp the yard sequence between the bad guys and the good guys and the good guys win by breakdancing, I would have liked this movie a hell of a lot more. Okay, can yeah, we get, yeah, can we stop <laughs> talking about early 2000s dance movies? That's not where I expected this podcast to go. Okay. Well, you should have. Read the room, Luke. Read the room, Luke. You should have seen this coming. <laughs> anyway, so they, he, he's like, yeah, people are dancing, river dance, step dancing, whatever. Um, and then Kyle just can't resist the dulcet tones, and he starts just breaking it down on the dance floor, which is kind of funny. Also, this um, whole scene, FYI, like, just everyone, so like, so we're all on the same page here, no one besides the children in the back, and I think they had to teach Kyle Merriman some of this, but, like, no one's really dancing. Timothy Edmondson, they are cutting between, like, someone else's name. feet. Whatever his, yeah. It's not Edmondson. Edmonds- Amundsen. Whatever it is. There's Whatever. an O. The bad guy, the Lord of the Step, 
They are cutting between someone else's feet up to his head because he cannot Irish step dance like that. That's not his fault. You can't expect him no, to learn I'm, how Irish step dance for a Disney Channel original him. movie. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying it is a very obvious smash cut, much like they do in all Disney Channel when anyone has to like play a sport and or dance or flip or anything. But it's a very obvious cut. Fair. Uh, but so then the the creepy uh, leprechaun guy from earlier, not the old Knox. guy, the guy the guy dressed like the leprechaun, knocks uh, Kyle down and he's like, oh, sorry, kid, and helps him back up. And so, if you know what this movie's about, which I vaguely did, this is where he gets his magic coin stolen. But it's very visibly on his neck the entire time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't I rewound this. I rewound this. And I was like, okay. So he definitely got the coin stolen here. So I rewound it. And I'm like, I'm watching for when we're going to see him sleight of hand get it replaced with a fake one. That Mm -hmm. doesn't happen. They don't take the real one off his neck Ever. I was expecting, like, him to fall down and it to, like, fall off or something and then be like, oh, here, pick it up and then give him the fake one instead or something like that. But that's just, they just don't explain how they did it. So then he cuts back to him being at, um, him, him at home, like, getting up for school the next day, I think. And so he wakes up and he goes and gets his coin off of his dresser and he accidentally knocks a trophy onto his foot and he's like huh that's weird and so then it cuts downstairs and the mom's cooking breakfast and she's her hair is like emma said very down and very curly and big and she's talking in and an she's irish in a accent full now irish brogue like she's slipped <laughs> into a full 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 irish accent and this woman i'm assuming has to be irish because she probably. number one looks it and number two it does probably the best irish accent in the film um it's yeah. very authentic uh but then the, the dad comes down and is like oh do i smell eggs and bacon honey isn't that a little like more fattening than what you usually cook and she's like oh well you need to put some skin on your bones and and they're like awesome great cool we don't have to eat gross zombie salad or whatever and uh <laughs> so, and, and, then she, and she and she puts down like this plate just like loaded up with stuff like blood sausages and toast like it looks kind of gross honestly but i just don't like irish food i guess but so then she's like oh by the way kyle i wanted to uh tell you something about our family heritage and then the dad's just like honey uh shouldn't we talk about this first because he thinks she's about to spill the, be- spill the beans and she's just like oh we're irish and then he's like well why didn't you tell me that sooner like if it, the, the answer's that easy and then she's like well i just wanted you to grow up as a, a normal american boy without any of like the derision or like hatred like they start she starts talking about okay like, this <laughs> movie i gotta just stop here stop talking the, yeah this movie is still and maybe it's because these leprechauns are supposed to be thousands of years old but they are still very butthurt about the irish oppression that happened when we yeah. came to this country in the 1800s the mom and the grandpa are very clearly not over it like no. I, it is 2001 and they are really still in the throes of like irish immigration for through ellis islands like they are not over the way that the irish were treated yeah they're like talking about how like they couldn't find work in any like real job because everyone hated ireland and then like she tells that to kyle and kyle's like Mom, wasn't that, like, a hundred years ago? Like, what are you talking about? No one cares if you're Irish today. And then she just has, like, this hurt look on her face where it's just like, you'll never know the pain I felt. And I was just like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> was she pull? there? Like, I don't I don't get the age of these people. Like, are they, like, ageless? Because he says, like, the grandpa says he's, like, 200 years old. So, like, yeah, did she immigrate in the 1800s and she's just been chilling ever since until 2000? I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, it depends, like... Yeah, it depends how old she's in relation to the grandpa, so I don't know. But so, then he's like, alright, this was weird, but... Uh, glad, glad that I know I'm Irish yeah, now. Yeah, talk. Um, and so then it cuts to him walking to school with, uh, Russell, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I turns out I am Irish. Super cool. And then, hey, look, 
there's some money on the ground, and then Russell's like, man, you're always finding money, and then he just picks it up and says, huh, it must be the luck of the Irish. Wah, nah, 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 nah. Title. That's the name of the movie, you guys. Yeah, yeah great work, everybody. See what they did um, there? Yeah, also, but then the, a bus comes and splashes him with water, and then he's like, and then again, the narration suddenly comes back. It's honestly like, oh yeah, you you narrate this movie. Uh, the narration comes back, and he's just like, and that was the beginning of the worst day of my life. Um, right. Unlucky, yeah, and and then we get a montage. Ryan Merriman's no good, very bad, no. horrible. What's the name of that book? <laughs> uh, horrible, <laughs> hor- hor- horrible, no good, very bad day. And day, you start, yes. You, you were close, but so well, then we get a montage of him losing his homework and his backpack falling apart, and then uh, the found something he gets- about. Pause really quickly. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, and like it's definitely some sort of something I should talk through with a therapist. But something about watching him go, oh my god, I forgot my homework, and then standing up and the book bag breaks and everything comes out of it gave me such, like, vivid, like, palpable in my chest anxiety and shame. Like, it's definitely some sort of trauma that I have packed away since, like, the third grade. But it, it made me so embarrassed for him. And I was, like, passively watching this movie while drinking coffee. And I was like, oh, my God, his book bag is <laughs> I don't know why. No, the one that troubled me is he goes to get a drink from the water fountain and it, like, sprays weird and it gets all over his oh. pants. And it looks like he peed his pants. And I was like, oh, buddy, uh, you hate to see that happen. At that point, call your mom. Get, you, get yourself out of there. You can't come also, back from that. He, trying to like hit on a girl at that point and she's yeah. like dude you yeah. pissed yourself yeah she looks at but the, what's weird is like okay so it sprays on him at the water fountain and we see it and it's like yeah fine and then it gets to him talking to the girl and then it, it, they messed it up weird that's like just on like one side of it like it looks like they just poured water into one of his pockets and then it, like it went it, like it doesn't look like it, he peed himself like normally I, or I he know. peed himself and he and then he also that's hinting that he has a crooked penis so it's a double whammy <laughs> Sure. <laughs> that's that's the other thing that they, this movie doesn't tell you about leprechaun biology is that they all have crooked penises. Um, but I love how his, his pickup line his pickup line is so hot, which is just looking good. Yeah, and he says that yes. like three or four times. It like it was like, dude, did that work for you before you lost your life? I think that's that's his, that's his how you doing. I think is what we know we can that, infer. That he truly is the luckiest bastard alive because just saying to random women at their lockers looking good if that's working for you god bless god may the road rise up to meet you because you're <laughs> the road rise up to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he, then he goes to his locker and all of this stuff falls out of it and then i swear to god he, including the, his mom also packed him a lunch of like pig's feet or something like a <gasps> gross dish and like a cauldron type thing or a pail um and then so we, then it goes to lunch and he's sitting at a huge table all by himself covered in whatever crap the mom made him and then russell comes up and i was like wait a minute he's like the most popular guy at school why does he sit at a lunch table alone by himself until his one friend comes up to talk to him for being the most popular guy at school he's like really fucking steven glansberg like eating alone and he has one friend that he talks to like why doesn't he have more friends like who the hell is steven glansberg that's from um super austin Thank you. Oh, okay. uh, it's from Superbed. Okay. Um, the kid that eats a little. It's a line yeah, from Superbed. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, I look like Steven Glansberg. I just don't, yeah, I just don't have the. Re- I don't, I've seen that movie. I just don't have the recall for it, I guess. And then so he comes up and he's like, hey, what's, what's wrong, Kyle? Because he looks all sad. And he's like, well, I'm a, I dropped all my lunch and then I was going to buy lunch, but I lost all my money. And he's like, oh, that sucks, man. And he's like, I, dude, I've never lost anything before, ever. And he's like, hey, it happens. People have bad days. And he's like, I've never had a bad day. This is crazy. And then a kid's like, here, Kyle, you can have my dessert. I don't really want it. And he's like, oh, awesome. My luck's turning around. And he Here, dumps take it all my over garbage. Himself. 
It's also, it's this poor, no, it's not, I don't really want it. It's this poor kid that, like, has ac- like, acne. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, take my cupcake. Chocolate makes me break out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a bummer that I didn't need. He's not even central to the story. Why does he have to make me sad? The, okay, so then it cuts to basketball practice at the end of the day, and the guys, the coach comes in and he's just like, look, we have a game tonight, so we're not going to do a full oh, wait, practice. Wait, stop. This is my favorite character. Is the coach? mustached coach. <laughs> I love this guy. He is, I can tell you right now, this man was born, raised, and bred on the south side of Chicago. I need no <laughs> evidence. To, I have no evidence to back that up except for the fact that I know it in my heart. He has a full-on Ditka mustache and like an 86 Bears comeback. He does have a Mike Ditka-esque. Full Ditka mustache. <laughs> full 86 Bears comeback of like his balding hair. He's always in like tight Ditka, like pale yellow polos that are like way too tight on his pot belly and he is just in constant pit stains like he has never every time this man raises his arms just soaked down the side of his shirt like wardrobe did not get in there quick enough with a new shirt and he's my favorite character he might he may may also be the most believable coach i think we've run into yet like this guy i think he looks like someone that would like coach bolton was almost too hot to be a high school basketball coach, like, right, this he was guy an actor. is a high school basketball Yes. Like, yes. I think they literally just asked the coach at the school they were filming this to be like, hey, can you just come out and yell at some kids for like 20 minutes? And he's like, yeah, that's that's my forte. And they that's didn't give him a new shirt before they got him out there. They said, no, keep that shirt not. on that you have. They, oh, they were like, fine right now. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to put any work into that. And, uh, okay, so then uh, he's like, we're not doing real practice. Just make 10 foul shots and then go home, rest up, get ready for the game tonight. And, oh, uh, yeah, also Kyle, uh, Russell wants him to show everyone that. Kyle, Russell Luke. wants everyone to show. Eh, nope, I messed up again. Also, Luke. I'm sorry. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> got I gotta get it out at this point. Are you having Russ, 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 Russell? Lucas, are you turning wants, into a leprechaun right now? <laughs> Russell wants Kyle to show everyone how he can touch the rim, and he totally whiffs it. That's what this was funny. Yeah, he I just, laughed when he fell. He just falls <laughs> face first into the woods, face foot into the timbers. He's done. Um, and so he, they all line up, start making foul, taking foul shots. Uh, Russell misses because also Russell's kind of bad at basketball right now. He gets better later on. Russell and, rides the bench for the first part of this movie. He's like yeah. never in the game. Yeah, he's not that good. And so, uh, and then like everyone starts making their shots. This is also when we're introduced to Drake, who I also thought was going to be more of a character in this movie than he is, but he's one of their teammates. He's got a feathered hair, uh, hairdo. He's also... Highlighted uh, hair, also. His hair is also highlighted. Well, also, Emma, do you know what he is, who he is? No. Who is he? he? He is the man that we called the personification of fate in High School Musical, the guy who pushed Troy <gasps> and Gabrielle to perform as a kid. Is he doing the start of something new that's the same yes, actor? that's the same guy, yeah. Oh my god, he can't get much bigger than a bit part in Disney movies, can he? I, he can't <laughs> get more than two lines. I don't know. I don't know anything about him, but it's the same guy. I looked it up. Wow. Um, Amazing. But so uh, then they we do a montage. Everyone shoots fouls. He uh, Kyle shoots, and then he looks away to go back to the end of the line. It doesn't go in, and he's like, oh, "My sh- my basket didn't go in. This is this is unheard of." Which if he if he's making baskets a hundred percent of the time, this kid is uh, no wonder he's Austin, a sports star. Just for context, and I don't trust Lucas because um, for obvious reasons, is it hard to make ten foul shots like in a row? Like, is this like a feasibly hard task? Because I have no way to judge that. So like, I guess as someone who like can make a foul shot but hasn't shot a basketball probably in the last three months like i would say just like for if you're playing basketball regularly and you're practicing like making them all in a row would be hard but that's not what they had to do they just had to hit 10 i think over time for someone who practices basketball 
Like, you should be able to do that in 15 minutes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it shouldn't take like, if you're doing If you're doing really, really poorly and having to wait for everyone to do it. Like, yeah. realistically, like, it should not be that hard. Yeah, that's Got the it. point, is that he doesn't want to, like, overwork the players before the game. So they're just like, just practice your foul shots, basically. That being uh, said, they had a shot of, like, what was supposed to be, like, 7th graders just, like, <laughs> hitting, like... Seven foul shots just in a row, draining like different people one by one, just draining them, and that was ridiculous. There's no <laughs> way they were doing that. I love Disney Channel basketball because it's either like the kids are unbelievable, or they're just running down the court with the ball in their arms, traveling the hell out of the yeah. thing. Like they oh, yeah. don't even dribble. Like it's like they're either like NBA level unbelievable at shooting, or they do not even know the basic rules of the game, which is one of my favorite um, dichotomies. And those ha- usually happen in the same movie, which I love because just depending what extras we got there today. Because despite it all being about sports, it's never actually about the sports. <laughs> and, okay, so he, and we get a scene, everyone makes their 10, and then Russell shoots 10, and he's like, awesome, how many you got left, Kyle? And then he's like, um, 10. He's like, you haven't made any of them? He's like, no, I'm, I'm so off tonight, man. And he's like, well, hey, I can stick around if you want me to. And he's like, no, 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 go, I'll, I'll just finish up my shots real quick. He starts shooting, and he gets mad because he can't make any, and he throws a ball, and it rolls away, and then Bonnie reinserts herself in the movie for no goddamn reason. I kept um, writing her name was Bianca. It's Bonnie? I wrote it I'm... as Debbie, I think, the first time, and then I learned that it was Bonnie. <laughs> Is everybody okay? I wrote it as Bianca. Bianca? Six separate... <laughs> yeah. I Mine's think closer. Her, name, her last name is Lopez, right? Like, yeah. I think Bianca Lopez is a person she's... that I have confused Maybe. her with. She's, she's Latina, but I don't know anybody. I don't that name doesn't ring any bells um but so she comes up to him and is like um uh she's like hey uh what's wrong and he's like oh i'm like i'm just you know mad because i can't make a shot or whatever and she's like also i need to know what you're doing for heritage day because my god this oh is give is it a rest he has bigger yeah, issues <laughs> and he's like well i saw this thing called step dancing uh this other day i might try that because i am irish and then she's like, you know, it's really difficult. Like, you can't just learn that in a day. And he's like, eh, it didn't seem that hard. And this is the weirdest And this is where conflict. she loses it. She yeah. loses it on him here. This is what I was talking about earlier. She's like, you know, not everything comes so easily to everybody. Does she like, have, like, a, has she always wanted to Irish step dance or something? Because this, like, really... Well, she's always wanted to play basketball. Gets, but they're not talking about basketball. And this is where she absolutely, like, this conflict comes out of nowhere. Like, after yeah, helping absolutely. him and kind of being, like, into him and, like, trying to help him with his heritage, she all of a sudden hates him for being good at everything, which yeah, is just like a weird stance to take, but okay. Well, it's like, well, it's like, oh, it's like, well, not just being good at everything. It's like I said earlier, um, she's just mad that everything just works out for him and he doesn't have to like, apparently he doesn't have to try or practice as she says. And I was like, uh, he's literally at basketball practice right now. What are you talking about that he doesn't have to practice? It was the weirdest thing to subtly introduce. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, if they introduce, like, oh, I don't need to go to practice, or, oh, I don't need to study for that test, or any of that to his character, I would have bought the conflict that they're introducing here. But they just don't, straight up don't do that. What is his lesson that he needs to learn? Like, be unlucky and just not be talented at things? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It does And I'm not no. with her on this. I'm not with her, and I'm not with the movie on this conflict that it's trying to introduce. It gets a little better, but also very confusing as the film goes on. Um, and so is she, yeah, she also, this sh- is another, this is another conversation that sounds like it's written by an algorithm, because she goes, he goes, just because you know everything doesn't mean you know anything. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. 
And, and she introduces the fact that she really wants to play basketball, but her parents won't let her because, like, you know, all the clubs and stuff that she leads look better on a college application. She, like, puts up a foul shot. And then he's like, lucky shot. And then she's just like, that wasn't luck. And then walks away like it was the dopest line in the world, when it very much was not. <laughs> I The one thing I will I don't like Bianca Bonnie Lopez, but I will say one thing about her that I don't like about this movie is that, like, everybody's just constantly ragging on her for, like, wanting to go to college and, like, leading a a lot of clubs. They're like, fucking Bonnie, she's in charge of everything. Like, yeah, it's called, like, building a good common app, okay? Like, I don't think that's a bad thing. We need to be ragging on young women for being in charge of clubs. Even at one point, Kyle's parents at dinner are like, that bitch, she's in charge of every club, isn't she? It's like, um, that's a good thing. I don't understand why we're hating on her for this. But okay. Well, I, th- I think it's just like, I think they're as annoyed by her as we are. They're just like, ah, <laughs> oh, she's so annoying. She's always asking you to do Heritage Day bullcrap. And she's the worst. Um, and so then it cuts to the game that night and, uh, Kyle's just sucking massive dick. Um, he just, he can't make a shot and he's losing the ball and stuff. And then the crowd turns openly hostile to him at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is their sports star that they've rallied behind and the cheerleaders kiss the second the game is over. And one bad game and like a couple of bad shots and the whole crowd is just, just horribly mean to this child. Just like, boo! Yeah, just get off the field! Or the Wait, court. are they boo- Booing him? Yes, so yes. much booing him. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, it's like Take he's an out, N- coach. Yeah, like it's like, it's like they're junior high. It's like they're at the N- NBA. It's like an NBA game. It's crazy. I didn't realize that. I guess I just start stop paying attention whenever the sports start happening. But oh my god, it's a seventh grade basketball. Everyone laughing so hard. It's Imagine crazy. someone going to your seventh grade basketball team and screaming, "Take him out, coach." <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop laughing. It's why, yeah, and that's why it's so ridiculous. And so, like, yeah, he sucks dick, but luckily Drake, that feathered hair piss boy, uh, he's like, he starts just crushing it and like covering for him and making all the shots. And then like they're driving home from the game, and uh, uh also yeah, the mom and dad they show win. up to watch the game. Yeah, they win. Mom and dad show up at the game by the way to watch, and the mom has on like one of those like. uh like I don't know what the term is. One of those hats that you see, like newsboy cap. Eye. It's like a it's an is old it a newsboy, newsboy cap. It look, like, it's something flag. like an old Irishman would wear. It's on also top of something person. our grandfather wore yes. incessantly, like yes. these like uh, cap things. I I don't even know. The I don't right know what term they're called. I think yeah. it's like kind of like a newsboy cap, but like flat and plaid. And she's wearing that in like a long, basically a plaid blanket as like a shawl. It's like yeah. a whole thing. She's root rocking. Uh, but yeah, but then, then they're driving home and then he's like, man, I don't know what happened. I, I was totally off my game. And they're like, hey, you won. You're going to the finals. Who cares? And he's like, I care. I've had like the worst day. I suck at basketball now, apparently. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just the worst. Definitely the most selfish moment for Kyle in the whole movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he was like, I don't care that we won. I played badly. Me, me, oh, yeah. me. That yeah, Kyle, like, I, I think that is really the thing we're unpacking that I didn't get while we were watching the movie. I, I, I don't Wouldn't like Kyle Wouldn't your reaction be like, wow, like, I really fucked up there. I'm glad that that highlighted hair kid Drake was there to save the day. Like, good for him. Glad he was able to make the shots when I was getting boned in the head with the basketball. Yeah, <laughs> he well, does he get just, hit with the ball. He does, yeah, you're right. But he just wants all the glory. That's what I'm saying. He's he's a complex character, not in a good way. Um, and then so, I uh, also, while they're going inside, like, uh, the the mob, like, I don't remember exactly what happens or what brings but she's like, oh, no, there's a good line because this does come back later, where, she, where he's like, man, I suck at basketball now. And she's like, oh, well, you shouldn't be worried about basketball. You need to, you should be hurling anyway. And then, and uh, he goes, 
mom, I'm not, I'm not sick. I just had played a really bad game. And hurling is an Irish sport that they play later, yes. which I thought that was funny. Like, okay, I, I get that it's funny, but like, in what context would a child know what hurling is? And my other question for this movie as a whole, which I was going to talk about at the end, but I'll talk about it here. This movie's intended for children, correct? On the Disney Channel. I had to turn the subtitles on to understand what the fuck these people were saying because the accents get so thick at a certain point. I could not understand the words that Grandpa was saying. I was had a hard time understanding the mom eventually. How is a child supposed to understand what these people are saying? And, like, these people are giving important plot points in these, like, unintelligible Irish accents. Like, I had no idea what they were saying. It's a heavy brogue, for sure. I, and I did have that at times, especially when we go to the factory later and literally everyone is Irish. Yes! Uh, Which is uh, very great! Can we, all right, I'll, I'll wait till we get to that part. That was the one part, I like, I couldn't fall asleep later last night because of that part of the movie. I was like, just, alright, so I, I have experience in my professional life with food manufacturing businesses, and I can vouch for the fact that just because you open a certain ethnic-based company or a company from, or you open a manufacturer, like, in the U.S. that might have a parent company somewhere else, that doesn't mean you fly in everyone from that country to make the product and run the factory. That's how immigration works. Like, yeah, also, like, are we to believe that these people all just naturally live here? Like, in 2001, there are this many, like, people with thick Irish accents living in this American suburb to go work at this potato chip factory? Well, either yes. that, either that, or they're all leprechauns. That was my, yeah, they like, could all be leprechauns. We don't know. Are wild. they? I, I, we don't know. There's no possible way of knowing. But, so, but so the, so she has this huge, uh, so she, she shows her Irish colors more again, and the dad's like, hey, do you feel okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Or, excuse me. Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. And, uh, and then he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And I was like, you know she's a leprechaun. This is you way, should be this way is, more concerned. This is where Kyle gets his idiot gene, and it's from his dad. Like, oh, the yeah, dad right. should be way more concerned and then asking way more questions than he is. And Kyle clearly inherited that from Bob. You're not wrong, Because the dad is totally unfazed. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, you're true. That's actually 100% accurate. Um, but so then it cuts the next day. He goes and gets his coin off the thing like he did the last day, but then he notices in the mirror that he looks shorter. And he's like, huh, that's weird. And it's not like a couple inches. He's like a full foot and a half shorter. It almost looks in this mirror. They say later on, it's like a couple, like one or two inches. It's not. He's so much shorter. And so then he goes to, he's rock with Russell and he's like, uh, maybe, like, I feel shorter, like, like, Russell's like the same height as him now. And he's like, oh, maybe I'm putting on muscle, like, bulking up or something that's just making me feel short and i was like that's not how the body works i don't think yeah like, why they kept being like he's putting on weight that's why he is two inches shorter is that how things work like and then everybody accepted that as just true and factual and i was like that sounds completely false but okay um and then so then he goes to school he takes it he's wearing no, a bucket well, hat first of all because they oh, need yeah. to hide wait, wait, his features here's, i got it guys i got it he okay. comes downstairs in the morning and his mom has like created that fire she's still full size yeah, at this point right she has like fire yes she has a full fire going and it smells like the house is burning down and he's like i'm getting shorter and the parents are still like it's chill. Again, no alarm bells. Then he goes to school in a bucket hat, which this is, this is the reason that I know this is a sequence of events is because I was like, oh, he must have already discovered that his hair is like, cha- that he's changing. So he put that bucket hat on. No. No. That no. bucket hat. He just is wearing the bucket hat. <laughs> 
It's just like that is what is okay from a fashion standpoint. It's ridiculous. That, that if you're talking about why you that, couldn't, oh my god, awesome. yeah. about why you couldn't sleep last night, why I couldn't sleep last night was the fact that he just chose to wear that bucket hat to school, and luckily he had it on him when he started to change. He just wear, wore that for fun, and he wore it all day. In classes. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, okay, also, yes, because this is where we learned that everyone at the school hates his guts now. <laughs> hates him now. <laughs> yeah, because he did so also, bad at the basketball game. you guys notice, in the background, there was multiple people dressed up as mascots walking around during normal <laughs> school hours. Like, I don't know where you went to high school or middle I didn't school. notice that. They, that did not happen. Just no, dressed up as eagles walking yes, around with the I rest saw of the one students eagle. as if it was nothing. <laughs> I didn't see one. I didn't see more than one, but I did see I him in the peripheral. Okay, I just saw one in the periphery of behind that conversation, and then I thought we saw him again, but maybe there was two. And also, maybe. yes, even if it is just one, this is much like high school school. Like, why is the school in a constant state of pep rally? Why is the kid in the mascot uniform? Well, it's the, champ- the championship class? game is tonight, Emma. Everyone's got to show their school yeah, spirit. Yeah, but you just showed up to school that morning. You don't dress up at 9 a.m. in the mascot for a 4 p.m. game. <laughs> That's a hot day for you. That is a long, is, yeah. hot day. Also, when he shows up to school, some like yeah, the girls like go away, talk to Drake because you know he's the new it boy now. But also, uh, some guy comes up to him and says, "Way to choke, Johnson!" And that's the other <laughs> one where I was like phrasing. And but also, no wonder like he was so concerned with sports. Like these kids are fucking ruthless. I feel mm-hmm. terrible. Like, imagine being, having one bad seventh grade basketball game and you come to school and everybody hates your guts. Definitely. After booing you off the court. Yeah. And then, so he takes, so then he, like, at some point he, like, takes his hat off for some reason. I don't remember why. And then, uh, Russell's like, whoa, cool hair. My parent, my dad won't let me dye wait, mine. Wait, wait. He's got a thing about Dennis wait, Rodman. Stop, stop. What? You're getting ahead of yourself. Because this is, I did write, this was actually good screenwriting. I think one more of this movie that was actually fun. They're in a science class. He still has the bucket hat on. Oh, yeah, you're right. I and they're the learning class. about magnets. Ryan Merriman's, like, freaking out. Teacher's like, what metals atta- are attracted by magnets? Iron. Nickel, something else, Cobalt. I fucking forget. She asks him, and he's like, I don't know. And they're, like, have, using them in this chemistry lab, and Ryan Merriman holds up a magnet, and the coin on his neck is attracted to the magnet. And Russell goes, wait, I thought you said that was solid gold. And he's like, it is, it is, like, it's, a, like, it is. And then he looks at it and realizes one of the fake coins, it's not his real lucky doubloon, whatever the fuck it is, and that's where we get this fucking <laughs> scene. Now cut to the iconic Dennis Rodman joke that ages this movie by <laughs> 20 yes, years. you are correct. Unreal. Yeah. And Unreal. It is. And and so then he's like, what? And so and then also iconic is this scene where he runs into the bathroom to look at himself in the mirror. And so he has the hair, it's like turning red, but also they add some prosthetics to his ears so they have like a very clear point, but no one makes a comment that he's ha- his ears are pointy until like they go full leprechaun pointy also, yet. And I was like, his ears are so visible. Ears? Is that like a, is that an attribute of leprechauns that I have missed my entire life? I think what so. I learned about this movie was that I have a very baseline understanding of leprechauns, and I don't really know enough about like the leprechaun subculture. 
and like what is going on there because like all i really know is that you know leprechauns are tiny people there's pots of gold at ends of rainbows (laughs) they're lucky but like i don't know much more beyond that and it's I, i feel like there's just a whole subculture here like the Furbad leprechauns or whatever. The oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I gotta talk yes. about so There's a whole... There's a whole... Okay, yes. There's I agree. There's that I know nothing I, about. I, I, I Googled that. Irish. That is I'm not Irish. a thing. <laughs> I had to Google so much shit. They, they make you... They expect you to have so much Irish lore knowledge just coming into this movie of a movie for children where they refer to... Uh, Timothy's... Whatever his name is. Seamus' character. Amazon. Refer to him as a fair Derek multiple times, which I did not know what the fuck that was. I had to turn on subtitles and then Google it. Fair Derek is like a different, it's different from a leprechaun. It's more evil. It's like a leprechaun that wears red and oh, it's, it's like a, it's actually, the devil. It's actually a thing? I googled yes, a fa- Fair I go- Derek is different I googled than a leprechaun. Too. I googled that too and nothing came up. Weird. I, the spelling on the subtitles is wrong. I spelled it multiple different ways. I did a lot of legwork for this. It's a real thing. I just assumed that it was his... That was his uh, leprechaun clan. Like, they're the O'Reilly no. clan, so I thought he was the fair, fair Derek. Derek. So, Timothy Edmondson is not technically a leprechaun. He's a fair Derek, which is like a type of leprechaun that is evil, and they wear red. And that's why he gets so ugly and gross at the end, I guess. Because he's turning yeah. like, back into, like, the fair Derek, which is, like, kind of, like, signifies the devil. Um, also, I'm, I, I, if you do a quick Google search of just leprechaun, most of them have pointed ears. So, I'm gonna say... That that's a thing. This, this is so <laughs> this is very important right now. Yeah, I could. I wish. Yeah, I do wish there was an explanation like that in the film. And okay, so yeah, so he goes looks up in the mirror. His ears are getting a little pointed. His hair is turning orange. And then he rushes downstairs to the payphone because again, this is two thousand one. Takes a bunch of coins out and he spills them all and he has to pick them all up. And then Bonnie comes up to him and she's like, "Hey, you know, I just wanted to apologize. I don't know if what I said like." threw you off your game or whatever and he literally like it's just like he doesn't say this but this is what his tone conveys like i got a lot going on right now (laughs) i don't have time to deal with the nonsense that you're trying to insert into this movie so leave me alone and he goes to the payphone and then she she's like turns to ross is like does he look shorter i feel like he looks shorter i wish i take another (laughs) iconic shot um and then the payphone's broken so he just decides screw it i'm leaving school and then russell's like hey if you ditch school they might not let you play basketball at the championship game he's like again a lot going on russell I really don't care. I'm yeah. yeah. Also, he at looks some like point, Legolas. also at some point, he also lets out the iconic "Oh, saints preserve us," uh, because his act—he just oh, cut yeah. his and accent. For the love of Mike. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> There's a couple Mike. good ones in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he <laughs> runs home. This poor kid had to learn how to do an Irish accent. Is so funny to me. <laughs> I don't think he put that much work into it. He doesn't ever go full. <laughs> he doesn't ever go full Irish. They just have him put it, sprinkle it on the end of some of the sentence where he just goes, "Oh, come on, da." Like, or yeah. whatever. He's not that. Preservous. Yeah, it's not that complex. So then he goes home, and then he cuts into the kitchen, and then he's like, Mom, Dad. And then you see the dad standing behind the counter, and a shoe on the counter, and sta- next to the shoe is a tiny woman, and Is he the goes, shoe just there for, for us relative, so we know that she's as tall as a shoe? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I was wondering why the shoe was there. I think like, it's it, just there for, for well, us to tell that she's yes. as high as the heel. For scale, definitely, because they do that a lot throughout this movie. Two, I think it's to address the fact that she had to make herself 
I don't know about clothing, but new shoes because she was tiny. So she took leather from that shoes and made her own shoes. Because apparently that's a thing is that leprechauns love to make their own shoes. And she brings it up later when he's like, am I going to shrink? And she's like, oh, it'll be a few days until you're as small as I am. But then I can make you new shoes for your little tootsies or something like that. Well, do and leprechauns was, make shoes? Is that another part of lore? I don't know. Isn't that an elf I thing? Like they, be- they, like they do the elves, the cobbler's work when he sleeps or something like that? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> is it an Irish thing that we Irish people like to make shoes? I, I don't, I don't know. know. I, but anyway. Also, I'll, I'll give it to the mom. She's fucking selling this. She's like oh, yeah. an inch tall. She's doing, the accent has gone super thick. The actress is great. She's, yeah. and I, also, I buy her as a leprechaun. And also the, the CGI, you know, it's obviously just green screen stuff, but it's not terrible. It could be worse. It's, it's like, it, it's how do I describe it? Like, it's not great, but it's not offensive to the point where it's like, oh, really? We're doing this? Like, obviously you're cut out and pasted onto this thing. It's not that bad. And they do, they did make a lot of, like we were saying, they make a lot of props for her to interact with that are like giant size. Like they make like a ring of keys out of like a hula hoop and then she like holds onto it and then like walks around with it and then there's like a giant matchbook and stuff like that. So it, it, they, they do a decent job of selling it. Uh, but they, they just sit him down and are like, hey, so your mom's a leprechaun and he's like, what? And then he, she's like, yeah, she's the literal mythical creature and she's very tiny right now. And so they explain this whole thing to him. It was like, hey, it's probably, you know, just like an allergic reaction to something. It's nothing to be concerned about. And then they're like, but also this means FYI, you're half leprechaun, which basically means you're a full leprechaun kind of, but like some of the effects are going to be lessened on you. And then he's like, I thought this was like a part of the fact I lost my lucky coin. And they're like, you lost the lucky coin. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's not good. And and then they're like, why? And he's like, why? And it's like, well, that contains all of the luck of our family. It's because it's stolen. It's probably why I'm turning back into a leprechaun. We got to find it. You will you you don't have to worry about going this, getting this tiny because you have a couple days. And then he's like, well, I don't know who could have taken it. The old, There was this old guy I ran into at the fair. And then they're like, old guy? And then he's like, yeah, he came up and started talking about his shoes like a crazy person. He doesn't say that. But that's, like, that's, yeah. And then also the dad he takes this time to yell at him for going to the fairgrounds without asking. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's like, we went to the fairgrounds. And he's like, you know you're not supposed to go there without our permission. I was like, what's going on at the fairgrounds? What happened at the fairgrounds? It was weird. so weird. So then, like, he's like, yeah, start talking about this. She's like, did they have a snake on the sole? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, that right bludger? I don't know what Irish insults. All right, to avoid Luke doing a one-man show of the rest of the dialogue (laughs) of this scene, we learn that... I was enjoying it. It's his grandpa, her dad, they think, stole the coin, because that's, like, who has the snake on his shoe. It's her dad who, like, didn't approve of her marriage to a human man from Cleveland named Bob. <laughs> Which weird and, turn for this movie to take. Like, that, like, uh, uh, leprechauns are, like, racist and against uh, interbreeding. Like, I was like, whoa, okay, we're going here. And so they think he's stealing the lucky coin back, which contains the O'Reilly clan's luck. And also, even weirder turn, it's revealed that he, the Emerald Isles potato chip factory in town is run by the grandfather. Yeah, he owns and we're the whole just company. Finding this up. I don't think we've actually brought up the Emerald we just mentioned the like bags of potato chips. Yeah, they, at this point, there's been a lot of noting of Emerald Isles as a brand of potato chips that is sold and popular in this. It's this almost film. it's almost like music video product placement. Like they just keep like showing flyers in the background, and like you you see that this is the yes. potato chip brand. Of and the and so the year. grandpa owns the whole company, and they're like, all right, we got to go see him. We got to get our coin back. And uh, we are going to take a quick break here, everybody, and we will come back. So we hate to do an Irish goodbye, but. When Irish eyes are smiling 
sure it's like a morning spring In the lilt of Irish laughter You can hear the angels sing When Irish hearts are happy All the world seems bright and gay And when Irish eyes are smiling Sure they steal Okay, so we're back. So they go to see the granddad, the the granda, as they say, the granda, at, the granda at his uh, potato chip factory, and where he uh, is CEO, head of yeah, King Potato. He, he's founder. the owner. He's the he's the <laughs> owner. I don't know. You later find out he invented the potato chip. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a pill to swallow. He invented the potato chip. Oh, you no, didn't I that? didn't catch that yeah, part. Yeah, he says that. All right, well, hang on. We'll get to it when we meet him in a second. But so they just go in and are like, hey, we need to see Mr. O'Reilly. I'm the her, his uh, daughter's husband. This is Grant, so we need to see him. And the, the security guards kick them out. They say, fuck no. <laughs> and also they say it in an Irish accent, because even the people working the security desk have an Irish Our, accent. Irish accent. We meet a tour guide. She has an Irish accent. She's like, oh, the tour guide, the tour people are here. Um, And it's like, so we can presume, unless these two people are outliers, everyone who works at this company is Irish. That's a really, Which really, we, really we, tough yes. hiring policy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. So unless they are all leprechauns, and this guy is the single biggest leprechaun employer in America, because apparently there's a lot of leprechauns in America these days. This, I is just, a larger, <laughs> this is a larger question, and I don't want you guys to call me stupid for asking it, but I'm going to ask it. Does this movie posit that every Irish person is a leprechaun? Like, what is no. the real Irish person to leprechaun ratio? I think we're lucky enough that in this movie, everyone we meet who is Irish is a leprechaun. I think we've lucked out in that front, but I don't. Oh, yeah, lucked out. That... Lucked out. <laughs> But I don't think that it's insinuating that every Irish person in America also has the ability to shrink to two feet. And do a bunch of other crazy shit that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but so they, they get kicked out, and then uh, Kyle sees a tour group coming in that Bonnie is on. She had mentioned that she was going on a field trip. It's the Young, the young Achievers. achievers the young Achievers. So he sneaks in with them to go on the tour, and the, we get some exposition from the tour guide lady that potato chips were invented uh, by mistake when a fry cook sliced potatoes too thin fried them up and salted them and it turned out and they made potato chips that's not how that happens even in the real world um, are you telling me this disney channel movie about leprechauns is giving me fake potato chip information yes so the the person who is generally attributed as uh inventing the potato chip is not a white irishman it's a uh, i think it said he was native american and black i think and the, the story goes that someone asked for thinner and thinner french fries until they accidentally made potato chips and then it was like wow but even that's contended it's more of like a folk story but we don't need to go into that even though i just kind of did um is there but, nothing we won't steal from the native american people they can't even have potato um, chips was it i don't remember if, it's, if that's if that was correct actually did you uh, bring up the origin of the potato chip and not have that locked down, Luke? I looked I looked it up. I thought I remembered reading it. I'm just making sure. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, he was African-American and Native American. I was right. Okay, we're fine. Great. Glad I, we spent time on that. Um, okay, so uh, then it... Uh, he sneaks in. So he sneaks in. They, he sneaks in. They get caught. Uh, there's a huge chase scene, which is ridiculous and not what I expected to get in a movie this called is, This is only the f- first of two massive chase scenes yeah. that happen in this movie. This happens, they're like in a golf cart and the security guards are chasing him and jumping mm-hmm. on the golf cart. The chasing is very Austin Powers. So I had that like same vibe. I had that <laughs> same vibe. When they're, when they're running around and like Austin Powers is like trying to like turn the golf cart around in the narrow hallway and has to like do like a 27 point 
turd. Very awesome hours. And the chase scene was all of like seven minutes longer than it it's needed way to. too. It's way too long. Oh, it's um, both of the chase scenes in this movie are so long. And also, this movie contains one of my favorite Disney Channel tropes. I love movies where like grown adults try to just like beat the shit out of children. And this movie contains that in multitudes between these guards and then later on during like the conflict. There's one point where the guard is like jumping on these kids and you can just see the girl that's they didn't even bother cutting it and they because they clearly didn't cut anything from these seven full minutes of golf cart chase where the girl that plays bonnie is just openly laughing she's cracking up <laughs> because the guy is like a fallen on top of her in the golf cart and then i was like they just didn't edit a second of this and then he also like no. slides down a tunnel like he's at a discovery zone you, you you want you want them to end to cut some of this comedy gold emma what are you oh, crazy god um but yeah they fall down a chute or something into a barrel of like reject potatoes i don't know dog and uh M- mr o'reilly's standing there the grandpa grandpa and uh and he's like oh but they are the intruders and so they he's like hey listen dick i need my coin back and he's like i didn't take your coin i'm not gonna be that guy i'm not that guy i mean i don't like that your dad uh, that you're like your dad married my daughter obviously and so he's like i didn't take your coin he's like well it had to be you i mean i ran into you at that festival that by seamus mctiernan he's like oh seamus mctiernan oh it had to be he who stole your thing and i was like wait so why were you at his thing if you hate Seamus yeah, McTiernan? Why? What? Hey, Elsa, their question. Uh, okay, so he agrees to team up. No, with that's because Emerald Isle was a sponsor. That's why they was. That's why he was there. Emerald Isle is sponsoring this Irish festival. Yes. Wait, all this right. subliminal Emerald Isle shit going on the entire time to like make it up that this dude's like running an empire. I never Luke, got that. He's right. Because on the flyer, if I, I vividly remember this, on the flyer that they see for the Seamus thing, there's Emerald Isle sticker all over the flyer. So they're like the sponsor of the Seamus McTurnan Festival. Wow. Which again seems like a massive conflict of leprechaun interest for him to be sponsoring <laughs> his enemy's festival. But I, I go for it, I guess. By the way, also, but, I think we skipped over one thing which people didn't realize is that the grandpa's full name is Riley, Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> It's the best. What the fuck? It's the best. I love it. I love it so, so much. God, that's amazing. It's they great. cut to them teaming up and like also, I don't know. It's like they are now, get on board with this listeners. Now the granda, the mom, and like we're all going to go get Seamus O'Reilly because he's definitely the one who oh, yeah. stole the coin. They, but by the way, but the, the granddad and asks, the dad. So, sorry, to he, cut you off. The granddad and the dad. Him, Shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. I'm talking. Fine, you go first. He asks the granddad why he isn't shrinking like the mom. And he's like, it takes an old man a long time to change, which is code for Disney did not have the budget to do this CGI on two yeah, people. So only is. one person is going yes, to shrink. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he does start to grow a beard in later scenes just to set that up, but that's basically all that we get out of him uh, but my point was so yeah they agree to team up and the dad the granddad and the mom immediately unpack and resolve all of the years of of hatred and amity between amity i forget whatever uh like that they have been living their lives under they literally moved away from the family changed their last name so the family couldn't find them and then within five seconds of seeing each other in presumably years they're like you know what this whole thing was stupid let's be a family i love this because i as I thought that the most representative thing of in Irish culture was the fact that this father-daughter feud is like a beautiful metaphor for our great Irish tradition of holding decade-long grudges about small <laughs> problems that could be solved in a minute of open conversation. I, that's fair, I guess. You're not wrong. I mean, I just thought it was... I just wish they had they'd spread it out a little bit more, you know? Like, had, like, had they just made, like, a begrudging agreement 
first and then expanded on it later. Um, so they agree to team up. Uh, and oh, by the way, freaking Bonnie is super on board with leprechauns being real in like five seconds. She's just doesn't like, even, doesn't even nope. question it for a second. I guess like, they do have a physical leprechaun to show her. Right, but I'm saying, but not even that, like, they're talking about it in front of her before she sees the mom just being like, well, you're a leprechaun and I'm a leprechaun, but leprechaun, leprechaun, leprechaun. And then she's just like, huh, huh, okay, yeah, this seems right, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this. But she has no reason to care about any of this. But then, yeah, she's a leprechaun. But then, so they go to fight, find Seamus, and uh, she's well, like, oh, hold on, yeah, one quick thing first before they go to find Seamus. That's where we first learn about the fact that the mom tricked the dad by telling him that oh, he, yes. she was... Robert Smith from the shores of Erie, meaning yes. Lake Erie in Ohio, in Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. and not Erie, which is yeah. Ireland. So that's really good I, trick there. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that Irie is, or whatever however you say it, is like Irish, the Irish word for Ireland. I, I well, no, Irie is Jamaican. Irie. What? Irie. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the accent work on this podcast Irie. is going left, right, and center. Every, like, everything's going to be Irie. No, okay. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Irish. Excuse me, it's but, but Irish. Is it the Irish? Irish. Irish. Yes, would be Irish. Irish. Yeah. Irish yeah. Uh, but yeah. The, but the point and is that it's a terrible Irish person from America. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, Emma, I'm just a wholesome American boy. I don't know much about oh my heritage. My God. And, and then, oh yeah. Also, another thing we learned how important the Young Achievers is. The Young Achievers that goes Jesus. on tours of chip factories because <laughs> Body wants to go with them on this car chase, and Kyle's like. But what about the young achievers? What about Why are this the stupid club that you have after school that, like, you're literally going to visit a chip factory in seventh grade? Why yeah. are the young achievers at a potato chip factory? Well, I think it's a big What does it have to do with town? being a young achiever? Also, one that would never hire them because they're not leprechaun. True. I mean, I, no, I think it's just... They don't even I, stand a chance. I think it's just a big industry in this town. I mean, have you, Emerald Isle's propaganda is everywhere. I think it's, like, the biggest industry this <laughs> town going for. There's also a great line earlier where he says, I knew we should have moved when they put in that new potato chip factory which just also, I, what I just kind love of whack-ass name for a club is the young achievers like yeah, it's just something they made oh, oh my gosh i almost forgot no, that's like my, from... i'm sorry my favorite joke in the whole movie is in this scene before they go to fight seamus he comes the dad uh the granddad comes out to talk to the dad i'm coming with you we're gonna fight him and the dad says oh really and the grandpa goes no it's o'reilly riley o'reilly and i was oh, like Christ. and i was like it got me man it was good i'm sorry <laughs> Um, but so, uh, yeah, then, the, yeah, this is where we get a scene about the fair derrig and whatnot. So they go drive to also, m- meet, go, cut yep. to, no, the parents' car breaks down. So they have oh, yeah. to use Riley O'Reilly's car, which is a <laughs> yes. lime green Cadillac convertible, yeah. which is it's insane. <laughs> It's one hot ride, baby. And so, yeah, they all get in the car. They all go to fight James. And just ha- they just happen to run into Russell in the road. Like, he's just walking. He's like, oh, hey, you, How you, convenient. you guys are. And he's like, there you guys are. What's going on? Like, who's this old guy? Why are you in this crazy car? And they're just like, listen, we don't have time for this. And Russell just, like, climbs in the car. Like, he doesn't ask permission of anything. And then the granddaw's like, hey, we don't have time for this nonsense. We already got one of his stupid friends back here. Like, our luck is on the line. And, uh, they're like, whatever, just drive. And then Russell sees <laughs> Leprechaun Mom and is like, what? And then so he's in on this now. Um, so they go, they go up to Seamus's trailer that, we, that where, like, he, he lives in his, his RV. His RV, his RV, yes, at the fairgrounds. The dad take, the dad sneaks up and peeks in and he sees, um, a big chest of gold 
in the, uh, in this vault, in this, like, a, ch- yeah, vault, vault's the right word, uh, like, little, no, safe, that was the word. Safe. In this little, yeah, little safe. From Pot like of a, Gold Safe Company. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. Again, the prop people had a lot of fun with this. But so, he sees it in there, but then Timothy Obviously pops his head up from somewhere and scares him and then takes off in the RV, so they, we get another very prolonged. Another insanely long chase scene. Yeah, prolonged chase scene. With the most scene. bizarre music. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like some cartoon, like, do, 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 do. it was, like, ridiculous. I was it's like, where, wild. who found this soundtrack? And, like, there's nothing to know about this chase scene except they chase down Seamus, and Seamus gets rid of them by throwing corned beef and cabbage out of his RV onto their convertible. <laughs> like, uh, the cl- classic Irish maneuver. That's that's how the Irish mob would evade the police. Um, but so yeah, he does that. Also, they, they, at they, one point, they said before the dad goes to look, they say like, "Oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah. where he says he's a fair dairy. Like, if anything happens, like challenge him to a bet. Can't turn a bet down." And here's another thing that I thought about: grudge holding, feuds, gambling. All we need now is alcoholism, and we will have the Irish, oh, <laughs> the well, four gonna, leaves of the Irish loafer. We're going to get to alcoholism, don't you worry. Because <laughs> that so, does happen. Yes. But so, uh, yeah, he makes them, like, spin out, and they don't have a spare tire because he's always been so lucky, he never thought he'd need a spare. Ha ha ha. Yeah, also, I don't know if he gave, gave the whole thing about the luck. So the coin is not just, doesn't just make him lucky. It's what keep lets all the leprechauns appear human, and it, he gives all of them their luck, but the, the tradition says the youngest member of the, uh, Clan, Clan is supposed has to hold have the coin because they need all the luck or whatever. It says no because the phrase is actually because the young young people have all the luck. Ha ha right. ha! Joke, get it? Sure. Ha, ha. Why not? And so they are all just like sitting around the car moping. And the mom is sitting on the car on a matchbox for size, mm. which was a yeah. nice touch to kind of give scale there. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you caught that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're they always that. scaling her with random inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I think like Bonnie says like, hey, you know. It could be worse, and then so it then, starts pouring rain. That was the lamest slide in the whole movie, I think. Oh, yeah. Because that's just like, think of a more typical thing. Oh, how could it possibly be worse? Rain. Yeah, right. totally it's, a cl- rain. it's a cliche at this point. <laughs> And so, uh, and then, like, they're all, they can't get the top up in the car of the convertible, so they're all just, like, sitting with an umbrella over them. And then she's like, hey, and then he's like, she's like, hey, it could be, and he's like, I swear to God, if you say worse, then, like, I'll get, it might happen. And she's like, no, I just mean, like, it's not, like, if they're all, like, giving up finding him, and they're like, oh, it's not in the spirit of the Irish people. When they came here, Wait, like, they were- this is yes. the most fire part of the movie. It's Do not so, let me no. not say this. I will, hang on, let, 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 let me, let me, let me set it up, and you can take it. So she's like, when the Irish people came here, they faced a ton of discrimination, they worked hard, they got paid less, and now look how far they've come. And Russell says... Without just... He doesn't even miss a beat. Looks up and he goes, hey, at least they got paid. Slavery burn! Yes, wow. Russell is like, shut up! This happened 200 years ago, and my people were slaves! Oh, yeah, Take that way, heritage and put it in your pipe and smoke it. Like, we didn't, what? We didn't mention it. Russell is black. We, we, we didn't mention oh, it. Oh, Russell until. is black. We, we forgot this is an audio medium. If you haven't watched the movie, you wouldn't realize that. Russell's black, so it's the sickest burn of all time. And um, he sends these white people hacking with their Irish nonsense. I mm-hmm. absolutely died at that line. But the, So the Bonnie's point that she's trying to make is that, like, hey, we shouldn't give up. We should just, like, keep trying. Also, none of them even touch that. No one responds to him no. saying, hey, by no, the no, way, the, no, my no, ancestors were slaves. They just let that hang there. The dad gives him like a little like, yeah, no, he's got a point. Like he's like, I'm not touching that. Like kids can't can't call, can't say anything after that line. But but anyway, so but Bonnie's whole point is that like. Uh, yeah, we need to just, like, keep trying and stuff, like, and overcome the bad luck that we're experiencing. And I was like, I get what you're going for here, Bonnie, but, like, 
they have magically bad luck against them. Like they literally, it's not yes. like, I, I don't think you you fully understand the situation. But so, uh, so it stops raining and then they're like, oh wow, Russell, uh, notices a rainbow. And, uh, so they see the rainbow. And, and they say like, we're gonna run to the end of it. And Russell yeah. goes, there are no ends to rainbows. He yeah. loves to just lay this down is, hard yeah, and, and the grandpa says, what are you supposed to be a scientist? And he's like, I don't know. I'd like to be one someday. And I was like, I am so interested in the character of Russell. I really There's like this movie. There's a Russell I, B plot that got left on the cutting room floor, I feel like. Cause we didn't, didn't learn like, about his scientist no, aspirations. No, I'm just at like, all. I did, like, I wish we had not spent this much time on Bonnie. Russell's a far more interesting character. And he also tells Russell's truth. dad, like, hates him. There's like a Russell dad thing where like his dad's always disappointed in him and they're always cutting to the dad in the audience but like they never actually go into it well enough it's um it's poorly done and i wish we got more russell but so they they follow the the rainbow because the grand the grand don knows what's up because you know leprechaun and they find timothy elmison and his flunkies which okay here's also the thing so they're sitting in a restaurant eating visibly drinking guinness like visibly wasted yeah visibly drinking which i was kind of thrown by because again disney channel movie but like they're all singing irish songs and stuff including timothy elmison but none of his funkies have been shown to have irish accents are they leprechauns i don't think they are because ultimately at the end when he gets sent we won't get there but i I, my theory is that that they are not. They're just his, like, goons. Yeah, but so, like, so was he just like, hey, guess what, everybody? I'm a leprechaun. Uh, I have magic He's powers. He's like, created a leprechaun gang. Like, that's, yeah. like, a non-leprechaun gang to serve his leprechaunness. I, I, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I wish that I, I wish they would have expanded on that a little more. Literally, if you had taken the actors with the Irish accents in the factory and switched them with the ones who are supposed to be in this gang, it would have made a million times more sense. So, so they run into this restaurant. They're drinking, singing Irish songs and all that jazz. Uh, they sneak into his RV to the grandpa, the, and the grandpa knows that's where the gold is. Uh, great, yeah, the grandpa and uh, Kyle Russell's keeping lookout, doing a terrible job of it, as we'll learn later. And they sneak in. There's the safe, and it's locked. And the Kyle's like, "Oh, I guess we're boned." And then the grandpa just does some like Jedi like move his hand, <laughs> and then the lock of the thing spins uh, the dial uh, the, to enter the combination. And he's like, "Whoa, grandpa, how'd you do that?" And he just goes leprechaun stuff like i was like come on crack saves with their eyes in what universe is that a thing that leprechauns can do and and here is the moment everybody where leprechauns are revealed to basically be wizards and i don't mean that in the context of the movie like they're like oh yeah we know spells and all that stuff i just mean from this point on the movie treats them as wizards they can do insane magic at at, at any point like we were talking about the coin is a horcrux and speaks to kyle in the way that horcruxes speak to him (laughs) Harry Potter. He can tell exactly which one is is his coin, and he picks it up, and he's like, it's like it's speaking to me. And I was like, what? That's never happened before. And uh, they open the thing up, it's just full of coins, and he's like, oh, sweet, here's my coin. And then there's this Sitting right on top. Nice and just sitting right on top. Yeah, thankfully. Convenient. Yeah, he he gets the coin back, and he's like, awesome, and he immediately, like, grows... Of back to normal size, his ears shrink or whatever. And, but then there's just this thing of gold, and the grandpa's like, oh, why don't we take it? And Kyle's like, whoa, 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 we're not here to steal from this guy. And the grandpa's like, you realize this is all probably stolen from other leprechauns, right? And then he's like, yeah, but we're Americans. Americans don't steal. <laughs> and I was like, again, oh. what? Back at also- it. Also, why is the grandpa like a wily thief all of a sudden? Well, is that and that's what I'm saying. Leprechaun because, culture? Well, that, no, that's the thing, right? Is leprechauns love gold? So, like, you could have just introduced that maybe a little bit earlier, that, like, maybe his mom or something started, like, wearing a bunch of gold jewelry or something like that, and I would have bought, like, the grandpa can't resist all that gold or something like that, but it's just introduced out of nowhere. Uh, but also, 
if we are to believe that all of those coins are not just gold coins, there are also other leprechauns, magic coins that he has stolen, then you should absolutely, because the grandpa brings that up, that they're probably all stolen, you should have absolutely take those and return those to the various clans that that are out of luck now, apparently, because that is his plan, Whatever. is to steal the luck of however many that leprechauns are now he can. SOL. Yeah. <laughs> that are now Literally. just dropping shit constantly and can't dunk at all. <laughs> but also the other thing here is that like they have a turn of like a change of heart when he says we and like counts himself amongst leprechaun culture, to which the grandfather refers to them as the little people. Yeah, which is they definitely really. not something that would have flown in twenty nineteen is calling leprechauns little people because that is the term for little people, which yes. I don't think they would appreciate being compared to leprechauns. No, definitely that not. That is an insane turn of yep. phrase that they went yep, with. Yep, yep, yep. But also, the thing is, is that he says, we should give this to the police. And the grandpa says, my fa- possibly my favorite line in the whole movie, which is, oh, you think calling in the peelers will solve anything? And I was like, <laughs> that's a phrase? That's a phrase that people know in Ireland? Calling the peelers? What? A- a- anyway, oh, but so, suddenly a tornado shoots out of the... Th- also, Timothy in the restaurant gets like a Jedi mind feeling about something and wrong all, with his gold. Yeah, like is Timothy Edmondson a fucking wizard? Like, why does he appear in a cloud of smoke and like grab the grandpa by the beard? Like, what? Well, his spidey yeah. senses were tingling. Yeah, exactly. Despite him chugging Guinness, he was just in there, and like you could see his eyes at the bar just like opened up, and he was like, "There's someone stealing me gold." Like, they're after me, lucky charms. They're after me, lucky charms. <laughs> and so he goes back and grabs him by the yeah, he grabs oh him by the gosh. beard he grabs him by the beard and then pulls him into the tornado and then he appears outside the RV holding the grandpa by the beard and Russell's getting escorted away by the goons being like I'm sorry Kyle I was terrible at being a lookout apparently and uh so he's like oh I got your granddad by the by the beard there's no way he's getting out of that which I think that is a leprechaun thing that if you can like grab the leprechaun or whatever they, they can't by get the out by the beard they're helpless sorry I don't know if it's specifically by the beard but if you grab them something like no, that no it's by the beard whatever uh, but so like he, I said I learned I'd be incredibly poorly versed in leprechaun <laughs> subculture <laughs> and so are, we all are but so he he grabs him by the beard and he's like oh I'm gonna hold on to your give me your give me your coin and I'll give you back your granda and we can all go about our lives and he's like uh no how about this I'm gonna challenge you to a wager he's like oh a wager uh what is what's your game what are you gonna do and he's like sports if I can beat you at sports you have to give me my coin back and let my granda go and he's like okay we can play sports and my granddad go no he doesn't say that he says later in the movie he says that that is not oh yeah excuse me you are right if kyle wins he gets the coin and the granddad release if kyle loses he gets to keep the coin and they can't keep coming after him no mention is what made of what happens to the granddad yes, if he, loses. he says no, that i, I t- might let your granddad I, he no said, he said give me the coin and i might let your granddad go no, I'm saying that's, that's not what, what I'm he saying. says, Luke. But he's not saying you that in regards wrong. to the deal. I went back and watched the goddamn scene. While, and like, here's what happens. <laughs> Whatever. He, he says. Also, he means, Kyle's a fucking idiot for just saying sports instead of yeah. basketball. Why would he just? Who just says sports? No, but what he says is, "Give me the coin. I might give your granddad back." And he's like, "But the rules of the agreement. If you beat, if I beat you at thing, you have to let my granddad go. I get you get the coin. I mean, I get the coin. But if I lose, you get the coin. That's it. No mention is made of the granddad. But basically, that's what happened. So then Who they hire. Cares? God, so you're then, talking a mile a minute about something. I know. Nobody cares about because i because i'm angry now anyway so then they high five and apparently that's how magic is done in leprechaun world because it's gonna happen multiple times so they gives him a high five he slaps him some skin and they're transported to some like rolling green filled with a field in with a ireland bunch of, they're like in, in ireland. ireland yeah like in ireland with a bunch of sporting equipment and they start playing first they do hurling 
and then they do like the wagon wheel toss and like to describe this to you all um i'm gonna use a point of reference that literally everyone knows um the one of the most amazing and culturally relevant films of all time made of honor starring patrick dempsey where he has to compete yes. in those games against the fiance of michelle moynihan even though that was scotland it's very much the same thing like hurling heavy things playing with the sticks the logs the wheels yes and it's all like tournament style where like you have to win like each category mm-hmm. and so it's kind of going back and forth with ryan merriman winning one the bad guy winning another one yeah and and there's no really point going over all the sports but the only thing is that this is where we basically get all the exposition from uh the evil leprechaun seamus about what his plan is like his he wants to steal the luck coins from as many people as can so he can ha- be in control of all the leprechaun clans and be the king of the leprechauns that is his plan but also like so what what was his plan with the whole festival thing like was his plan just to throw irish festivals across america hoping to draw in young dumb leprechauns that he could (laughs) steal like like how did he know that kyle had the coin I don't know. But so uh, they do all the sports, and then the last oh, event they is they the... wrestle, and this adult yeah. man is trying to beat the shit out of a small child. Yeah. It's also, like, four on two, because there's, like, team events where he can he has Russell on his side, um, but then it's, like, all him and all the flunky, so it's really unfair. Um, but so the final event is dancing, and Kyle needs to win it to tie. And, you know, he's the saint of the step, so he does his whole step routine. And then Kyle comes into the ring and just starts break dancing, which is not a thing I thought he could do, which... Ble- threw me for a loop like and- full-on white chicks spinning on his head out of nowhere and he's never breakdanced before in this movie no and then he immediately wins in five seconds like Seamus does this whole routine it takes like a minute and then Kyle gets down on the ground and like spins around a little bit and the flag immediately falls to show that he won like he said that so that they're tied it's wild but so they yeah so they tie in all the events and uh Seamus is like all right give me the coin and they're like what are you talking about we tied and he's like yeah you agreed that you would only I, you'd only get the coin in your grand dot if you beat me tying isn't beating me you win which i gotta admit that's good writing that was good a clever way to you know turn the tables on him i I liked that but so he's obviously you know desperate and also because seamus says he's going to make his grand his slave forever and i was like whoa okay that's a thing that can happen apparently but that's pretty (laughs) intense and uh <laughs> some intense leprechaun magic but all yeah, right yeah again the laws of leprechaun life are confusing and vast um and so he's like wait 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 okay basketball you you can have the coin which means i won't have my luck um but if i can beat you at basketball without my luck you give me the coin you give me my granda and you'll be confined to the <laughs> the, the land to my father's homeland the shores of Erie or Erie. Erie. He says it like that to the shores of Erie and he's like, "Oh, f- and if I lose, I'll be your sl- I'll be your slave forever." And he's like, "All right, fine, deal, whatever." And they high five again. I, I wrote down, "It's a Cleveland trap, boyo. It's a Cleveland <laughs> trap." <laughs> I mean, it's the cla- it's the it's the classic Cleveland Cleveland crossover. It's a um, classic Cleveland crossover. And and so he uh slap high fives him again because that's how deals are made in Leprechaun society, I guess. And suddenly we're at the championship basketball game that's going on tonight, and he's the like, junior Whoa. high basketball game. And and he's like, "Whoa, how did we get here?" or whatever. And they rush up to the team, and the coach is like, "Where have you guys been?" And Russell's like, "Oh, we were in Ireland." And Kyle's like, "Dude, no one's gonna buy that we meant Ireland." and back shut up and so it's the last like f- minutes of this game and there's no way the coach should let them play especially considering how much dick kyle sucked in the last one 
But he's like, you guys get and in there. They never played Russell off. anyways because he's always sucked. Yeah, yeah Russell's never played ever, and now he's starting in the last five minutes. Right. Also, the coach has massive pit stains again, and also the grandpa, and he was in the gym, he has massive pit stains as well because Disney clearly didn't fucking air condition this gym. Everyone is sweating their balls off in the middle of this junior high basketball game. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so during the Irish sports, the grandpa was like chained to a rock, literally like iron chains holding him to a rock, and then in this one, he's he's sitting on top of the basketball, like not not the hoop. What's the word for the whole the metal part? Backboard, <laughs> the backboard, and like just up there, like they also chick, just like talk to him in the middle chains. of the game. They'll yeah. start talking and like looking up at the backboard and talking to the shaking yeah. up a leprechaun grandpa on the backboard, which, which they do. They quickly establish. Well, so he goes up to take the tip off, and who's standing there to receive the tip? The other on the from the opposing team, but Seamus McTiernan, and he's like, "What? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I thought we were playing basketball, boyo." And uh, he looks at the ref and is like, "Isn't he a little old to be playing junior high basketball?" And we see from the ref's perspective that he looks like a teenager or whatever. And so the guy's like, "Whatever, kid." So it establishes, thankfully, I thought they just weren't going to address it that every. <laughs> in attendance does not see the magical components to this game. Like, they don't see the, the leprechaun on the backboard. They don't see the, the adult men playing children in basketball. But then what the, is the magic behind this? Like, is, is he possessing the body of these teenage I, boys? I, I don't know. I was assuming it's like a glamour thing. Like, he's just making everybody look like they're teenage boys. I don't know. I, I'm not, I didn't think about it that hard. It's, it's magic. They don't have to explain it. Especially considering it's leprechaun magic, which is apparently even a thing. So they so they start playing. Timothy Almondson makes does some, like a dirty trick to make League and lose focus, and we get a great shot of Timothy Ubbison just dunking the ball, which I want a gif of that so bad, of just Timothy Ubbison just stuffing it straight into yeah, the net. Yeah, these full adult it. men are dunking on these 7th graders yeah, um, it's wonderful. for obvious reasons. It's great. They, like, get a couple points, and but it's, it's not going well. Drake's doing the best he can, that <laughs> feathered, feathered-haired bastard. Um, but then, uh, on top of the backboard, the granddad throws Russell a quarter, a quarter, and is like, dirty quarter. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, here, take this, uh, magic lucky coin that you need. And then he's like, what? Oh, okay, I'll give it to Kyle. He's like, no, 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 it'll only work for you. You have to do it. And he's like, awesome, thanks. And then Russell starts doing amazing. (laughs) And so it's like, it's like he was giving him confidence, because apparently that's what Russell needed the whole time. Now I had to think about it, I think you're right. I think they definitely cut a Russell storyline about how he needed to believe in himself, (laughs) or some bullcrap like that. Also, is Russell an idiot? Has, has he never seen a quarter before? Because that's what he gives him. So, so, like, they keep playing, and they start doing better now that Russell has his fake magic coin or whatever. <laughs> and then Kyle goes and he talks to the grandpa, and it's like, oh, you gave... Or, or, or Russell says, yeah, your grandpa gave me a coin, whatever, too. And, and, and Kyle's like, oh, this asshole. It's clearly, A, partially just selfish that he's not the only one with a lucky coin. And he goes, he talks to Grandpa, he's like, you can't just give him a coin. That's lying to him. It's like, no, no, boyo. The luck is inside of him. He just needed confidence. And it's like, and Kyle just has this revelation. Like, he has these revelations all film where he hears things. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, the luck is inside of him. And, like, that just, like, somehow makes it all okay. Yeah, because he realizes that... <laughs> it also somehow makes him amazing at basketball. He yeah. now yeah. is just absolutely killing it. And all he needed, all, like, all he needed to say was the luck is inside of me. That is the, that's yeah. what unlocks his fucking amazing which, skills. Which I would have bought. need the coin the whole time. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I would have bought where they're not, like, actual magic involved that made him lucky like you've we've been shown through this whole movie that not having the coins means you have bad luck and you have good luck with the coin like what are you talking about and he's really sucked without the coin we haven't seen him even like being able to like practice and get better without the coin like he's just sucked 
Right. And and then the parents show up and the mom's normal size and again and not dressed like a leprechaun anymore. But also I was like, wait, how did they know to come here? They got teleported. Where did they go? Magic. They went to go get the call someone at a gas station and Bonnie and the parents have been gone for the past like twenty five yeah. minutes of this movie. So, so they show up and they're like, Oh look, they're so close to winning and but like the mom notices that the grand is on the backboard and all the magic stuff. And then like so and here's the thing, right? Is so after the whole all the time we spent on Bonnie's lesson of like, hey, you need to, you know, try and practice to get good at stuff whatever the whole like the luck is inside of you doesn't make any sense because i thought the lesson was like hey you need to rely on your own skills or something like that and work and, hard in america yeah but now it's like oh no no it's all about the luck but the luck is inside of you or something like that that's just confidence so I, I, he has been practicing this whole time but he didn't have the confidence which was the equivalent of luck that's why he just needed that push i still buy it Gosh, all right, fair enough. Also, but, but, he says, like, the luck's inside of me, the luck of the Irish. Like, it's because he's Irish, he's lucky for his heritage. I think that's, they're also trying to drive that home. I don't know. Maybe. I but, thought that was cute. But so they, uh, they start, they finally start to win, they pull ahead briefly. And then Timothy Amundsen goes full evil leprechaun face, where his hair turns red and his eyes start to glow. And he's just like, Give me a ball. It's, I hated it. It freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. It's a really was, freaky effect. I, I was I, like, oh. I told Austin yesterday, this movie is going to get me nightmares and those effects are part of the reason why that it I kept me yes. up at night. He was creepy at the end. It's creepy. It's 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 very bad. And so like he starts to play in like monster form and like do a little bit better and essentially like I know we're doing a terrible job of describing this, but they're playing basketball. I don't know like how there's no way. They're just right. traveling all over the place, but whatever. But so, ba- so they they pull ahead, he gets like a last minute shot in or whatever and they win and it's like woo yay. And then he and Russell high five and again magic happens from the high five. I don't know why they thought that that's what does it. But they high five, and then everyone's gone. No, I mean the the, the craziest thing is the fact that this high school ba- this not high, junior high school basketball game was the final score was seventy six to seventy four, which by the way is the <laughs> highest scoring junior high school basketball game of all time. Like, just curious. Like, when I played middle school basketball in seventh grade, like the like if one team scored like even close to fifty points, that would be crazy. Like someone went off and decided to be like LeBron for the day. No seventh grader is good enough at basketball to make seventy six points across a team. College scores are lower than. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were in in the movie's defense. They were playing fully grown leprechauns. Yeah, that's a good point. So. <laughs> yeah, they had to up their game. Um, um, but so okay, but so they high five, and everyone in the auditorium disappears except for the magical ones. And he's like, "All right, give me the coin, Seamus." And he's like, "All right, yeah, whatever. I have to stick to my word. Leprechaun magic, I guess." And then he's like, "But don't forget <laughs> the other part of our bet." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're sending me back to Ireland, but don't worry, I can still become the king of the leprechauns from there." It'll be fine. And he's like, ah, because he said, you're sending me back to the land of your fathers. And he said, yeah, eerie. And he says, learn to say it, boyo. It's airy. The Ireland. It's the beautiful <laughs> word. And then he just goes, my dad's from Cleveland. And then, like, another hor- another horrifying effect plays. This effect and- was haunting. <laughs> yeah. Haunting. He- his body parts, like, shrink and compress. And he becomes, like, uh, the size of the mom earlier. And then gets, like, magically teleported. And we see him fall into the lake. So he literally has to live the rest of his life floating in Lake Erie. Because Cleveland is a punishment, and don't forget yeah. it. <laughs> um, but speaking of Cleveland, okay, so uh, I know a lot has happened since we originally introduced Heritage Day, but it's time for Heritage Day. And uh, Kyle's up on stage, he's step dancing and wearing a Cleveland Browns t-shirt, which <laughs> I made me laugh very hard. 
<laughs> he's also tap dancing. He's not Irish yeah. dancing there. He's just tapping. Ryan Barron's just doing a shuffle ball change. That's about it. In a, in khakis, in a Cleveland Browns t-shirt, and still that puka shell necklace. Right. And, and here's the thing. You honestly didn't have to do Heritage Day. I feel like Heritage Day existed only as a reason for to get Kyle questioning his heritage. Had the movie ended on the basketball game, I would have been fine. He also has massive pit stains in that gray t-shirt. Again, it must have been 100 degrees in that auditorium. Thank you, Emma, for the pit stain update. (laughs) Thank you, that's so important to our enjoyment of this film. But so, they do the, he does the dance, and then, like, I was like, okay, I I feel like we didn't need to do this, but fine. But then, Bonnie comes up on stage, and he's like, well, you know, here's the thing. I know, my people may be Irish, but there's one thing (laughs) It's true of all of us. We're all Americans. And he just starts singing. He just starts singing, This land is your land, this land is my land. And like the parents stand up and Bonnie joins in. Everyone's singing. The whole gym is singing. Who thought they had the right to start singing? (laughs) It's a talent show. It's like that these things don't like it doesn't mean that like when someone's doing something you know the words so you just jump in. It's not like a it's not like a Taylor Swift concert. It's it's a talent show. Like you keep singing, you're supposed to let them sing. But the jazz, like, oh, I'm in. It was weird. <laughs> that is true. It is a definitely performance. Everyone was singing. I will admit, I'm sorry, this is embarrassing. I did start crying. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. It was it, the propaganda worked on me. It was so emotional. I was like, it is our land. This land oh, was made for you and me. Lord. America's beautiful. I don't know. It's we're a country of immigrants. I guess, but it had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> So that's why I had no effect on me. I don't know. But anyway, that's the luck of the Irish, everybody. Personally, uh, I think this is a really fun movie. It's kind of dumb in a lot of places, but it kind of knows that it's kind of dumb. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it kind of gives, like, a winking nod of being like, yeah, just go with us on this. Like, we know... We're going to go some weird places, but just come along. And I, I think Timothy Odmason is really makes the movie uh, my, enjoyable. My takeaway from this movie is that um, I would love to know what drugs the Disney exec that came up with this was on because it is, I love it. It's a wild concept and is yeah. truly crazy. I, we don't have enough original ideas like this anymore. And I would love to know what drug led to the uh, creation Here, of this. Here's what I, here's what I will say. It is the best St. Patrick's Day movie ever made because there are like none the of only them, one. pretty much. Yeah. That it is. Yeah, you you really got to buy into a lot of things. But you know what? I was more than willing to it, and I come out of it a prouder American. <laughs> <laughs> That's and an proud way to put it. that your family's from Cleveland. I hope that it instilled yeah. that in you, yeah. Austin. No, exactly. That's why. I, I mean, I don't think that Seamus has it so bad. Like it's <laughs> on the shores a big of Browns Erie. Fan. They just got Odell Beckham on the Browns. Like there's oh. a lot of things up and up happening in Cleveland right now. It's a city on the grow. Different story. Completely different. Story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, Emma, we don't really have a tagline this month, but what would you rate this movie? I would rate this an eight. Ooh, I liked okay. it. I know okay. that's high, but I liked it's it, high. and Good. I think it's original. And I'm Irish, and I I liked it. <laughs> And I okay. cried at the end. Okay, that's fair. I, I was I'm giving it a six point five, um, just because I I don't have as much nostalgia for it as I feel like a lot of people do. And I also have massive nostalgia yeah. for this movie. Um, but also, and I just and there were some like weird decisions. Like I said, I think Bonnie got way too much focus for basically no payoff, and like the villain's plan is kind of pointless. But I I, I it's just oh, and it's the a fact fun... that everyone at the potato chip company was Irish that was yeah. the weird choice. It 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 that it. Was it, fire. it, it it goes weird. It goes weird places, but it's still a fun to watch, and I think uh, it's definitely something you should watch every St. Patrick's Day, no matter what. 
Um, Austin, Austin, would you like to give a, a guest rating out of 10? What you would you give it? Yeah, I'll give a guest rating. I mean, obviously, I don't have as much context or as, you know, comps <laughs> as you guys, but I would give this, I think an 8, like somewhere around, you know, high 7, low 8 is the right number on this. Okay. I think they really, you know, there was, there was definitely a lot of things where they were like, wow, there's never going to be someone watching this in 18 years from now and being as <laughs> scrutinous as they are to, to point it's out. It's the fatal flaw of every filmmaker. <laughs> The fatal flaw of every but, filmmaker is to forget podcasts exist. But then, there, you know, there's a ton of nostalgia for this film for, you know, spiky hair and sports in America. So, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. All around good stuff. Okay. Good, yeah. Good, good, good to hear. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us this month. Emma, what are we watching next month? Am I picking the movie next month? Yes. What? You pick, I pick January, <laughs> February. You pick March, April. Oh, um... Did you forget uh, entirely? Yeah, but I'll pick one right now. Oh, actually, no, I know what we're doing. We're doing two like really iconic ones back to back, but we have to do this because of the timeliness um, with the reuniting and the number one Billboard song oh, at the moment. Sucker. Emma. Next Emma, month. Can we, can we just drop this, though? I feel like we should yeah, save we it. Can, it. No, it's the, the, they're back together. Demi's on the up and up. It's we're doing like, Camp Rock. I love Camp Rock, and it is, I'm so excited. The Jonas Brothers, are, the Joe Bros are back, baby, and we're doing Camp Rock. Okay, I, I thought we were going to save that one for an anniversary episode or something, but we... I don't know how do long it. this Joe Bros renaissance is going to last, Luke. All I don't right, know how right. many more tricks okay. they have left their sleeves. All right, I am excited. I do like Camp Rock. I'm just a little concerned that we're blowing the wad, but all right, well, if you, you're, it's your call. I can't do anything Never about it. Never say blowing the wad again. All right. Okay, but uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Emma Stone Tyler. Great. And you can find me online at wildfire underscore king uh, on Twitter. And you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. For those of you supporting me there, thank you so much. It really helps. And uh, I think I got some really neat stuff for you to check out if you're if you're in a situation where you can help me out. I'd appreciate it. Um, But also you can find us at D Comedy Podcast on Twitter. um, You should give us a follow and become a become a known D comrade. Um, Also, we just reached 500 Twitter followers. What what? Which means uh, we are going to we're going to start planning for our next bonus episode so i think by the so i think i'll put it up before the episode the next episode like so when you hear this it won't be up but when i when we release the camp rock episode it should be on our twitter so go there and vote and we'll pick one of those to do as a bonus episode uh yes so thanks so much for following us there, getting us to that number, and we're happy to do another bonus episode for you guys in celebration. Also, you should check out uh, AudioEntropy.com. Check them out. Give them a click. Always great. Great people. Uh, but I think that's going to be Rate and review us, us on iTunes. Oh, Rate and I review almost, us on iTunes. Almost forgot or to do I that. Or I will send a fair Derek after you. <laughs> oh, snap. Go, please, rate and review us. That's yes, all I have to say. Thank you so much, Emma. You're you're always very good about doing that. I usually forget. But Emma just needs compliments so bad. She needs to mention yeah. it every time. Always at the top of my list. Austin, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining thank us, Austin. Thank you for having me. Time. Austin, is there anything you'd like to plug, or do you have anything on the internet that you would... Uh, <laughs> I'm like a ghost, <laughs> man. You're a ghost? He's a ghost. Okay. All right, Emma, I'm actually a leprechaun. No, sad. Oh, what? what? It's the Move ultimate American. twist. Better damn well be sure that the road rises up to meet me. Yeah, may the road, <laughs> Austin, may the road rise up to meet you. Well, may the road rise up to meet you all. Thank you for having me on, guys. This was no, super thank, fun. Really thank great. you for being on. I hope you had a great time, and I hope you'll be back sometime soon. But that's going to do it for us this month, guy. Come back for Camp Rock, and we will Rock see on, you baby. then. But for now, DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, boyo. America is a nation of immigrants, Kyle. Everybody's ancestors came from another country. 
Yeah, I'm part Cherokee. So where's your family from? Is Johnson an English name, or did they change it from Johansson or something? Uh, we're from Cleveland. Ha-ha, very funny. Now, come on, you know what I mean. Look, uh, I've got a test. Okay, see you guys later. Ugh, jocks.